Ow! I undid my headphones by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Porchville, what's happening? We are back. Porchvillepod.com. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're all over those places. Um, wherever you listen to your podcasts, look us up, Porchville. We're the only one. And hit that subscribe button. And uh, and I got to say a big, a big thank you to all the recent subscribers. Um, numbers are up. Numbers are way up. So I think we're in the thousands yeah, at yeah, this point. Yeah, it's insane. You, you, why do you, you were fine a second ago. Look at how do you do that? From what? one second to the next. Look what? at you. What, the, what did I do? Talking. You're talking to the side of it. Uh, there you how go. about now? No. Nope. <laughs> no. Do I, there yeah. you go. In the front. That's how it works. Someday I'll figure this no, out. I don't think so. I'll, I'll figure it out someday. We'll see. We'll see. Um... So anyway, uh, a are big we still doing a test run? No, this no, is not the test run. We did the no, test run right. earlier. This is this is the show. This is episode thirty-seven. Are you here with me? Uh, I, let's let's bring I, it over to hellfireradio.com. Um, that we are back on hellfireradio.com um, Tuesday nights, ten o'clock. Uh, that's where you'll find us back and. Um, one of the one of the uh, people over there at hellfire.com hellfireradio.com excuse me uh kinko he's been on a few of the uh, craft beer shows and uh, is is just a featured regular um he's laid up right now man he's in the hospital he's on a ventilator so uh if you can get over to hellfireradio.com show them some love buy a t-shirt uh kinko strong he's got his uh, got his mug right there on the front of it so Hit them up and do that, and you will definitely be uh, helping out a good cause. So that, uh, that sounds really mine. cool. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully he's all right, but um, we'll uh, keep him in our keep him in our thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, tonight here in Porchville with us, the good folks of Purple Nightshade productions and i get all that purple yes, night productions very good delicate flower hello hello and freddie vulgar hello how are you all doing today we are great we're very excited because uh a thunderstorm has yeah. happened and every time we fucking go somewhere to do something so you guys are the reason the skies yeah op- yeah this, like this is literally you? almost every show every <laughs> podcast there's some dynamic weather change i'm just like listen you invite the creeps in this is what you get well this is this <laughs> is like creeps. this is a perfect Perfect oh. matchup then, because it also has rained here every fucking Porchville night for the past what month? Uh, yeah, past couple months. Yeah, yeah. What can I say? It's that witchy shit, man. There it <laughs> is. That's what we bring. There it is. It was even like Tim Martin was over here and it uh, was yeah. raining on him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he was sitting right where Freddie's sitting, and, and it was just <laughs> raining. On I had him. to shut it down because the guy was getting soaked. And he was. And he was like. No, I'm okay. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. He's I'm gonna fine. be. He's it's gonna good. have to swim out of there in a minute. But, <laughs> you know, whatever. So, well, if an octopus comes up out of your pool and it's like, yo, <laughs> that is the time to like cut the mics off. It is salt water, so it's, you know, we're not gonna rule it out. I had to jump in though. It, was, it is it was Florida. Hot. It was so hot. I had to jump in right before the show. 
And, he uh, he looked really nice in his towel. I don't know if you guys saw it. Like you, I think <laughs> he did. I, I don't think I had answered the, the door in the towel. Well, I had I had oh, pants yeah. on. Man. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you still look nice in the towel. Wait, but you, you know what? what? You Listen, it's okay because we're a burlesque and sideshow production company. Yeah. So we're so used to naked at this point. He <laughs> yeah. He could have okay. opened the door naked. I've been like. Nice. Don't okay, tempt me. Don't tempt me now. Be careful what you wish for because, you know, I <laughs> crazier things have happened. <laughs> Don't oh, try it with you, a listen, good time. Listen, you haven't been to a Waffle House at two in the morning with a burlesque crowd. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's our norm. That's our, like, call environment. Me. Call me next time. <laughs> uh, I'll give you my number. I, we're always fucking it'll here. Be, it'll be you <laughs> in the beard and the backwards baseball hat with a bunch of drag queens and burlesque people in lashes out to here and it. four tons of makeups screaming about it. waffles and bacon and oh my god we're so drunk right I now i love it i love it already yeah we call me fucking a i'll be there <laughs> serious i shit you not i i don't think i own enough leather like <laughs> oh no it's, that's a whole nother podcast don't even <laughs> listen Listen, Freddie's been in the middle of it before, and he kind of sits in the middle, and he looks just like this when we go do that at 2 yeah. in the morning or 3 in the morning. And he just looks around and goes, what is my life again? What <laughs> did I sign on for? If you've what? ever tried to wrangle kittens in the middle of like a rainstorm when they're already trying to escape you, and then there's water involved. I, I wrangled a kitten once, and it wasn't there was no rain, but he did go 25 feet up into a tree. Uh, and I, I got a ladder and I went up the tree and he jumped yep. straight of down. Of course they do. Straight oh, yeah. down. Took off. They're like, nah, fuck what you want. And now but he's, now he's inside. One. He's my best friend. <laughs> By the way, um, before we continue on with this Shoot. wonderful program, I have a complete trash mouth. So you will be hearing a lot of cursing and obscene things come out. Good. Okay. I'm just making sure good. every podcast is different. Just, just so the good people of Porchville understand, what you were going to hear is nothing out of the ordinary. Just <laughs> another day in Porchville. No, perfect. So, All right. Yeah. Well, fucking hey, Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's just do it. Fuck this. So, uh, so tell me what you guys do. Now, a couple weeks, like a month ago, now we had we had uh, Phoenix Midnight yes. on with uh, Mr. Biddle. She, she was she was amazing. She is amazing. She was, she's one of my favorite guests, hands down. Oh yeah. Um, she's just really really fun to talk to. Really easy to go and and really just just got a cool story. Oh yeah. Know? But uh, so I work with her a lot. I do I totally know she. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. Um. Purple Nightshade Productions, uh, for those of you who don't know or actually should fucking know because we're amazing. I can't say that enough. Uh, we do burlesque and sideshow horror-based right. performance, like creepy, weirdo shit. Yeah. And Phoenix has performed for us a yeah. couple of times. And, like, there was one performance she did, Akasha, the vampire queen from right. the, the vampire movies. And ripped a heart out on stage from a willing victim, quotes around it, oh. um, who was a friend of ours, and ate it, and everyone was like, yeah, yeah, they, they were throwing money what, on the what stage. What kind of a heart was this? This was an actual, um, she Was this a made, real heart? No, oh. I wish. Because that'd be pretty <laughs> fucking <laughs> Yeah, insane. I was like, I'd w- are you kidding? I would pay her so much money <laughs> if she would do that. I'd pay her more money than i pay her now. Uh <laughs> But no, it was. She actually made a really good-looking um, gelatin heart. Yeah. That actually did look like a heart. Like from far away, it looked like a heart. So when she squished it, and it went everywhere, and everyone's like, "Ew!" But then they were like, "Yes, bring that over here." No, I'm just Rub thinking. Nipples, yes. I'm just thinking that Biddle would be like a perfect guy for that because he's got the he's oh, got he's the hole in the chest. He's yeah. been on stage. So you know, it'd be yeah. it'd be very. 
convince yeah. him. If he ever, yeah, if he ever joins her for one of her horror performances for our company, then he'll probably be up there doing all kinds of what the fuck shit. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next time you guys do burlesque because now that I know about it, you guys oh, are on the radar. Listen, I want to be there. I want to see the next one. We, we've both been creeps for yeah. a while like we yeah. like get gross like when i first started the, the company is about three years old and mm-hmm. it's it's still kind of in its infancy right but when i started um we were together because we're both not only business partners but we're romantic partners as mm-hmm. well which let me tell you that makes for an interesting day yeah. <laughs> why is that why does it make for an interesting day because well you want to tell them <laughs> uh i mean it depends on which day we're talking about a show day is a whole different story uh, from yeah what's it, a, what's a, a show day? day uh show day starts Usually coffee for her three hours before I wake up and then mm. me waking up to the explosion of now three cups of coffee and hey, by the way, this performer's having car issues, this performer's doing this, this performer's doing that, the venue just told us this. I don't know what's going on. And then on top of that all, bills. Mm. So and usually that's yeah, the usually showtime. Yeah. And <laughs> He could tell you like I'm I'm calm as a summer day like a summer day at the beach like everything is chill until about two hours before showtime yeah. and then I start losing it because I just want to make sure everything works yeah. and people show up and yeah. performers are amazing yep. and he is all like bleh, 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 before showtime and then when showtime comes Freddie's just like babe uh, yeah, we're fine this You're is fine. outstanding you want a drink let me get you a drink the funny part about this is uh, for a, a couple hours before. We do a show like oh, I spend all week. I've been looking forward to this all week. I've oh, been excited yay. about it. And then today comes around a couple hours before, and it's like, all right, I got to do this and this and this and this and a million different things. And I gotta, I'm trying to race around and do them all. Um, and it's stressful and you know my, it's nerve wracking because I've 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 fucked up enough of these you know on the recording side that you know I I hate doing that. So I really take a lot of care to make sure it's done properly. Yeah, but you, you can stress, you stress, 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 stress. You did hit the record button. This fucking guy <laughs> comes over, and he j- he's just jawing my ear off, and then the the show starts, and he's like crickets. <laughs> so you guys, you guys got a lot in common. Yeah. It looks like you and I are going to be pals. I, yeah, listen, I've always been um, the front man for the the company, meaning right. that I am also a performer, yeah. so I do go out and you know do the naked things. Yeah, uh, but I also host. I do all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So when we're at a show, I'm usually in platform shoes that make me about six four. Nice. Um, I need a pair of those. Ooh, eBay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm in platform shoes and a big ass wig. It's what I call high holy drag, like yeah. lashes out to here and all like whatever sexy creepy shit I have on for the day or the night. Uh, and he's in Joe regular clothes, yeah. being all quiet and shit. And I'm over there, you know, popping off and doing all what I'm gonna do. But I don't get to press delete and start over. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Like when oh, a minute yeah. it happens, it happens. And whatever, oh, yeah. whatever oh, the yeah. fuck happens is whatever the fuck happens. You just got to let it ride after that. Yeah. So um, that's why he's usually kind of lurking in the background, literally like a shadow. Just right. like, okay, let me just handle this. this. Like go over here. So is that is that kind of your role? You, you sort of place tech support, tech support you know, throughout the it? background. Do, do you do any performing questions. at all? Uh, not really. No, like I've tried. If somebody needs, tried. <laughs> yeah. I've tried. If somebody needs stage help, sure. But for the most part, no. Yeah. Um, it's much easier just to sit back and go, "Cool, there's an issue." While she's doing something else, I'll deal with it. Right. The venue needs something. I can do that. Not a problem at all. And the secret to keeping calm the whole day is uh, Irish coffee and old fashions. Uh, like, I like if this. In a cup, nobody knows what's going on, and you're good to go. Here, here, my <laughs> friend. 
Oh yes, that's that's what he'll do. He'll put here. Literally, I have a um, coffee tumbler that Phoenix Midnight actually made for me, which was really awesome. And on one side it says "Delicate Flower," and the other side is a skeletal version of the Starbucks mermaid. Nice. It's pretty badass. That sounds kind of sexy. I dig it. It's very hot. Um, she makes them, so you should hit her up. But uh, he will put Freddie will put um, the old fashioned or the whatever in there and just give it to me. And says, "Drink this." <laughs> So, yeah, so, so you're talking about like drinking an old fashioned. Where, where are you from? I am from Gainesville, actually. You are from Born Gainesville. Raised, Born huh? and raised in Gainesville. Wow. Farthest I've gotten away from it is Fairbanks. Yeah. Wait. So Fair. It's not far. Alaska. Well, no. <laughs> uh, no. Is there a Fairbanks in Florida? There's I have a, no there idea. Is. There's a one red light uh, town with really tiny quotation marks around it between here and Waldo. I was going to say, when he was like, the furthest <laughs> oh, I've been oh, is wow. Fairbanks, I'm like, well, that's on the other side of the country, so, I mean, that counts. Yeah, That, that definitely, count. that definitely We would, we would kill in Fairbanks, <laughs> like, six months a night over there. and be like, yes! 24-7 yeah, shows! I hear that shit's hard to do, though. It, like, it, long there term? is an actual psychological madness yeah. associated with it. There's actually a, a clinical term for when a, people go crazy because it's six months yeah. of daylight and six months of night. I had a friend who was stationed there when he was in the Army 20 years ago, and he, he said that, you know, you had to have these really, really heavy, thick blackout curtains. Yes. And, you know, they were basically essential to mm-hmm. keep your sanity. Yeah. Because it, you know, as as there are times when it's six months of darkness, there's times when it's months of sunrise to. Or sun, but you know, the population in uh, Alaska is such to where there's four guys for every woman. Well, I so guess for the, evens, right, for the right so woman. So it, it evens out. For the right woman, that's a good time, though. <laughs> it's like six Yeah, months yeah. Six. <laughs> to like, be a woman like, in Alaska, that, that seems like the right place to be. I mean, come on now. For, 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 for guys, though. Fuck. Yeah. I'm like, whose turn is it you today? <laughs> is it Thursday? Maury, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's I don't know if it's days. I think at that point it's an hour rotation. It's like cool. If there's four to one, you just break it up by six hour markers, and yeah. everybody knows when they can sleep. <laughs> bring Somebody's got to work. <laughs> snacks. Bring drinks. Byob. Yeah. Bring bring some checks mix or Byoc. Something. Bring your own condom. <laughs> So <laughs> just <laughs> grab a grab See, a Red Bull and a condom. Like, you're ready to go. Uh, this is the moment where he realizes who did I bring up? I'm show? just saying I'm ready to go to Fairbanks. Let's yeah. do this. <laughs> I'm I'm ready to move to Alaska. I've been I've actually been talking about uh, Alaska. I watch these shows. Um, there's one that's called Alone, where these people just go out of these remote locations and they just have to survive for. That as sounds long like Naked and Afraid. Can. You've seen that show, Naked and Afraid? Kinda, but that I can't watch. Uh, even it, for a horror person, I can't yeah. watch that show for more than ten minutes. I'm like the bug bites in oh. places. Oh, yeah. That oh. you should never they, have and they, bugs. And they put those people in like deserts and shit. Like and jungles. Snakes. And, and all what that. What the fuck am I going to do with a mountain lion nude? Like, <laughs> I'm going to wave it around at him? That's, uh, that's a, oh, Jesus. You're I just hoping that the helicopter works both ways. Exactly. It's <laughs> mechanical. Here exactly. We go. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I, I've, I've done it once before and it, it wasn't that fun. What? The it, mountain lion? Yeah, be naked with the, um, with the mountain lion. That's, yeah. I mean, if anybody would do it, it wouldn't surprise him in Wisconsin. I mean, do we need to know? fix your social life? Like, what's going on with that? <laughs> Make it I'm, with a mountain lion. I'm, I'm kind of weird. <laughs> you're kind of weird? Yeah. Look I'm at who you're talking a to. Smidge. <laughs> a smidge. You, if I told you guys some of the acts we've had on stage, you'd be like, Tell me what about is, it. Tell okay. me about it. What's, what's the craziest? We, we've right. had Let's acts. Let's go. What's the crazy, listen, craziest? 
the craziest. Wow. Um, we've had acts with trigger warnings. Let's put it that way. Like where the host actually has to say, if you are bothered by the following things, A, B, C, D, and E, we're like going to take two minutes what for you would, to leave. What would people be? Um, people, what would be some people, warning? Yeah, some people are triggered by any acts of homicide or murder. Like if something looks like they're being killed on stage in any kind of way, they freak out. I know it's pretend, though. I, like eating I somebody's understand, heart. I understand. That's, but I would like our audience. plausible. I would like to have our audience come back. Right. And so some of that is just being honestly polite enough to the audience to be like, listen, if this freaks you out, it's cool go get a drink or something and then it's like two minutes or three minutes on stage and then it's over and you come back right you know and we have had return audiences because we actually give a shit enough to say that that makes sense there's been a one or two times we have forgotten and trust me the blowback was pretty really? intense yeah really? even from yeah. some performers who were in the audience at the time who actually bothered to pull me aside because they caught me before they caught freddie and were like look we know that you like to push the envelope. This is what you do. We get it. You know, gross, glamour, sexy people doing weird shit on stage. People will still want to throw money at them. Yes. Right. But this kind of thing is very psychologically tri triggering for some folks. So could you not? Right. Or at least warn us before you do this. And I would. We, and to be honest, I'll be real honest. It's kind of like slapping an NC-17 rating on a movie. Like right. the minute you say this act has a trigger warning, the whole audience is like, really? So it, well, yeah, up? it's gonna hype up the yeah, you know the intro. Like, what are you gonna do? Like that, it just <laughs> becomes that. So I don't mind doing that as a courtesy, right. but I also don't mind doing it because it does. You know, you were just like, tell me about gross. I'm like, oh baby, what you want? <laughs> oh, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> but what you want? Mama got gross for you. Okay. Um, the craziest. I I'm kind of torn between three acts and help me out, Freddie, if I'm forgetting one. Um, Jenny's Children of the Corn Act. From Summer of Slaughter. We got enough blowback from that. That almost qualifies Jesus right Christ. Yeah, that was like, woo, so many emails uh, to our company about that. Yeah. Um, then there was Jaden's um, revenge divorce act that he did. Where the divorce revenge act. He, I'll tell you, well. That sounds interesting. It was woo okay. <laughs> so trust me, people actually stood up and like walked out to get a drink at the bar because they were just like, I can't handle this right now. And oh, I was shit. like, yes, come back and more money. <laughs> um, and then the third one I can think about is the one that Michaela Demure did at our anniversary show. The repo one. I think Repo qualifies for the goriest that we've had on stage. Yeah, I think so, too. I think the craziest reaction-wise from audience and cast members alike would have been Children of the Corn from Jenny Castle, uh, simply because apparently nobody watched that movie or Children remembers it. Yeah. You do, do you they made a, they made a remake of that, too. Yeah, they did. And like they're uh, remaking all the horror movies, oh, so yes. why the hell not? The number of people emailing us are like, why would you burn a cross on stage? Like, why would you light that on fire? And it's like, have you not <laughs> ever seen this? Yeah, she, I she, can she, see why that she, would be. She killed, quotes around it, one of our hosts in the way that the right. characters in the movie died, which was tied him to a cross. And lit it on fire. He now, who hides behind Malachi. Exa exactly. That guy was fucking creepy. She, well, she dressed Malachi, as, you remember she dressed the as Malachi as yeah. the, the act. Part the, of the act the was the she ginger? dressed as Malachi and did this whole thing. I don't think so. He wasn't a ginger? I don't think so. No, the ginger was... No, actually, wait. No, the ginger was Malachi. Was yeah. And Because remember that when the... Whatever the hell this kid's name is gets possessed by he who walks behind know, the rose. But it's I like, bet it was he like, comes for you, Malachi. Ezekiel or I don't know, something like that. Jebediah. 
That's horror movies tend to blend together. I'm yeah. like, oh look, knives, blood, organs. Okay, mm-hmm. um, Matt. But you ready? Are you are you ready? Am I ready? Are you ready? So which which one? There's three of them. Or do you want to hear about all three? All three. I think so. The, uh, his question was the goriest, and that would definitely be Michaela's yeah. uh, repo, where we had someone get gutted on stage. Okay. Now, or, just, now tell me how this works. Like, so you're gutting somebody on stage. Like, mm-hmm. how do you sell that? You well, Reap, do you want to handle that? Well, so, I mean, have I you ever gutted somebody on stage? <laughs> just the ones. Like, that's how you sell it. Just <laughs> gut somebody on stage. <laughs> People, it doesn't have yeah. to be a warning. It's just like, hey, by the way, you'll either pick up on this or you won't. And if you don't yeah. see it coming, right. I don't know how to explain it to you. Uh, so the biggest thing is if anybody has actually seen Repo, either the not-so-great uh, remade, what was it, 2010 or 2011 film, I think. Um, but this was based around the original, what was a musical? Repo, the uh, the, the rock opera. musical. At, uh, Repo, the genetic opera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With uh, with uh, John, uh, what's what's? You, he amazes me with the stuff that that he comes up with sometimes. This uh, is definitely one of those terrible with names. Moments. He was he was the, he was the dad in uh, Third Rock from the Sun. John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He was in there. He's You've so, seen this yeah. movie? Um, this yeah. is also this is a film I where one you. of the most. I love you so much, Matt. <laughs> the, fucking, uh, I'm serious. It amazes yeah. me. I'm a plethora of just stupid <laughs> information. And if you're looking for the gross, he was already there. He, the second it was repo, it's like, cool, now I kind of know where we're going. Um, the movie is very well known for a few of the songs, but also for the fact that at one point in the movie, Paris Hilton's face falls off during what? one of the musical acts. And oh, if yeah. that doesn't make you want to watch it alone. <laughs> oh, my God. It's fabulous. It is an amazing show, um, and as no, far it's as actually absolutely horrible. <laughs> Wait, the movie or the musical? Or and the, the best, movie, the musical was great. The way. movie and it, oh, really? In the best fucking way, is it horrible? Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's one of those things like where after you like you see the credits roll and you just like sit there and just think like, what the fuck did I just see? Those are kind of fun. Oh, well, yeah. Those are kind of fun. It's also the worst because if you're watching the credits and then you realize, I definitely got an organ transplant. Did I read that fine? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Because <laughs> you realize that could be your life, and it's that's not too far off from what we're at at this point. Yeah, so Lady Michaela Demir is um, a performer here in Florida, right. and she is a big re- Repo fan. So, And she was also part of our very first show three years ago. So with that anniversary show, we kind of tried to bring back a lot of the original cast to kind of replay that show, which was a lot of fun. So with Michaela's act, um, she played, what is the, I, uh, my brain is, my, I have quarantine uh, brain. So if I'm like <laughs> dropping information, that's why. Don't I cannot I cannot remember the character himself's name. However, she was the primary character, the father, uh, was the character she was portraying, was actually one of the repo men. In the, in the repo movie. Right, yeah. and so in what she musical. did on, yeah, what she did on stage was she actually dressed as this repossessor as a very particular costume from the film um, and pulled organs out of a volunteer who, you know, like pulled entrails and or intestines and a heart and a lung and like all this just gross, nasty, bloody shit out of this person on stage and then proceeded to, you know, strip <laughs> out of her costume and her under things were actually made from um, silicone blood drip. So it looked cool, uh, and she's covered in this fake blood and these organs, and she started shimmering with the fucking intestines, and it was amazing. I was screaming, <laughs> laughing backstage, uh, and uh, the front row audience. You know, there's always a risk if you sit in the front row at one of our shows. 
there's always a risk. It's like, you know, if you're in the front row, please don't be wearing anything you give a shit about. <laughs> and if you are, understand this is why we call it the Splash Zone. You right. paid for this ticket, so we know that you accepted the risk. We will not replace your clothing. Was it just like fake blood or whatever? Oh, yeah. Uh, she she uses fake blood. <laughs> no, there's more? It's, it could be fake blood. It could be alcohol. Uh, we definitely had one of our performers, I think, two slime. years ago. Uh, there slime, was slime is big. There was... Uh, what, uh, do you believe it was a Jeffrey Dahmer act in which oh uh, buckets of blood yes yeah buckets of blood and fake body parts being tossed she, into the audience a drag it queen was, came out and did a Jeffrey Dahmer like a, a feminized Jeffrey Dahmer routine right. and asked if she could have a gigantic bucket full of fake blood and body parts that she could throw at the audience because people paid extra money to be in the splash zone at that show. What? Dead serious. Like fucking Pain Gallagher ex- or something. Yeah, over and here. so when hell? she did her thing. I was she, thinking it sounded like a Guar concert. Dude, she yeah. she That's reached into this bucket and pulled out feet and hands and whatnot and just started throwing it at the splash zone. Now, everybody was told where it was <laughs> and so they paid the extra money, so you're gonna get your money's worth. Oh, where do you, where do you guys do these things at? Because like I mean we have the high dive here in town and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh but I, I couldn't imagine that everybody is cool with just buckets of blood being <laughs> dumped all over or, yeah, or thrown all you know, over the place. So. One of the first things that we learned when we started doing these shows was that if we were going to have um, any sticky acts, as we called them, uh, that we bring our own cleanup equipment. So right. what we usually do is that before we book anyone, we check in with the venue other than the usual you know, dates and times and whatnot. We say, listen, we are a horror production company, so there will be blood, uh-huh. there will be brains, there will be slime, there will be fake brains, there will be this, that, and the other thing. What are you not cool with? Mm-hmm. Because what you're not cool with, I can go back to the performers and say, this is what the restrictions are. And usually what happens is that the performers will modify yeah. their acts to not be as gross. I would imagine that when or you go to a club and you go to a promoter and you say, this is who we are and this is what we do, that there's a moment where that club owner goes, what the fuck? Yes. <laughs> Happens yeah, a lot. So how actually. do you get over that hump? Like how do you how do you sell what you're doing and, and, and assure them like, hey man, to be honest, we're gonna leave it just like we yeah. found it. To be honest, uh, the website helps a lot. Um, yeah. a lot of the previews that we have on the front page mm-hmm. help a lot for them to kind of see what we do. Right. I also have a promo reel that I send via email, which does feature some of our more gross yeah. shit and be like, This is the extreme we go to if this is not what you want to have on your stage, then good. Thank you. But goodbye. Right. Like, cause we, there was the, the first year I was very hardcore. And when I brought him on board later on, because he didn't start off with me, mm-hmm. but he came on board later. Um, Freddie and I sat down and said, okay, how hardcore do we want to be a and B how close do we want to stick to our brand? Because that's very important in the burlesque world is that you have a brand and you follow through with it. So if we are horror and sideshow, then there are going to be people pulling entrails out of folks Mm -hmm. and sticking needles in themselves for, Mm -hmm. you know, shits and giggles and laying on bed of nails and blowing fire and doing all this bullshit. You know, I volunteer Matt, though, if we ever make it out to a show, I want to volunteer Matt. So we call that voluntold. I am going to <laughs> I'm gonna politely decline that. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You know, my original tenet for making this com- prefer creating this company, um, and something that Freddie and I stick to pretty fiercely is this. If you're going in 
to watch a burlesque show, especially one of our burlesque shows, we're going to do obnoxiously gross and weird shit on stage, and you're going to fucking love it. Because mm-hmm. people are taking off clothes at the same time that they're doing this gross and weird shit. And to this day, other than, you know, blowback from certain acts and that kind of stuff, right. which is, you know, so it's not as common as you may think. A lot mm. of people were just like, yes. Um, but they will tip. Like, the more gross it is, like, the, the repo yeah. act, Michaela got, like, fives and tens in the tip bucket. They were just like, yes, more of this shit. I, people, people are weird, people, man. People like what they like, and when they see something and they see the effort that somebody puts into it, like myself, I've been a performer mm-hmm. my whole life, practically, um, and so I, I can appreciate when I see the work and effort that somebody puts into something, it's like, yeah. I'm gonna come out a little bit more than than normal just just because you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just but still, like, it, you get caught up in the environment. Sure. And my the performers we hire are so they're actually really warm and and funny people, mm-hmm. even though they might be wearing like a third eye in their forehead <laughs> or just pulled like a fake liver out of themselves and ate it, which we had a drag queen do, and I fucking loved it, and so I hired them ever since. I would do that. I would definitely she, do that. She made a costume. <laughs> would put the eye on your forehead or, or, or drag? Uh, all of it. I, I could see that. Put an act together, babe. It just, just, uh, <laughs> he, doesn't, he wouldn't have to shave the beard, though, right? No. The, this drag queen is bearded, believe it or not. No, like, they are. No, they're, no totally, they're totally bearded. Oh, I, was, I was actually thinking about wearing a dress today. Don't they have, like, a bearded lady thing? Like a sideshow? It's the, you uh, can da, do da, that? Da, wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm gonna stop you could, right there. You, um, no? The bearded lady thing. The bearded lady thing is <sighs> problematic. Lay it I'm, on me. Leave, I'm just gonna leave that there. Lay it um, on me. It's but there are me. a lot of drag queens who do have beards. Yeah. And embrace that as part of their look. So now, something something that interested me when you when you were talking. You, so you you do drag. I don't do drag, no. Okay, I thought you said you. I, thought you, I, I you, yeah, you I talk. Ab- I talk about being in high holy drag because it's because okay. it's the same, not as intense, but it's like, like I said, layers of makeup, okay. and lashes, and a wig. That makes and sense. A presentation, a look, right, of some sort. That makes more sense because I was like, wait a minute, I thought I yeah. thought drag was a was a man's thing. Drag actually has expanded a lot. And you got to forgive me because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about here. Okay, that's so what I'm, I'm, I'm learning as we go. I, education. <laughs> it's like each question is a flip of the page. Like, oh shit. Well, let's, let's put it this way. If you say something that I feel is completely fucked up, yeah. A, I will tell you, and B, you will watch Freddie's face go, no, no, no. Dude, <laughs> no just, my brother, well, that's please, good. just take a drink. Just take a Freddy's, drink. Freddie, shut up. Freddie, you're the buffer man, man. I uh, appreciate well, that. I don't know about a buffer because if you get that far gone, I'll just pull out my phone and be like, listen, I'm going to just wait. <laughs> I can hear when it's over. We're good to go. <laughs> no, we, we, we try not to get too off the rails. So, you know, I don't think we'll. But, yeah, I, I had, when you had said something about, you know, uh, drag. Drag. I was like, wait a fucking minute. So that, that yeah. kind of threw Drag me. and burlesque actually have a lot um, of tethers I could see to that. each other. I could see that. Um, they're not the same thing, right. but they derive from some of the sum of the same origins. Well, it's a, it's a very, it's over the top. It's, you know, right. I mean, it's, it's, it's larger over the than top, life. It's entertainment. Yeah. It's everything is magnified. Everything is um, hyper, right. so to speak. Uh, but, bur- and, and 
a lot of drag and a lot of burlesque have their roots in comedy. Yeah. Because of where burlesque started sure. a million years ago. Right. And then where drag started a million years ago. Well, now, where did burlesque start? Burlesque actually started in the, um, I want to say, early 1800s, early 1900s, like over 200 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, like 100 years ago, 200 years ago, something like that. Um, if Michaela hears this podcast, she's going to rip me one. She'd be like, you don't know your history. What the fuck? <laughs> Uh, she's a, she's a very good about history and, yeah. and burlesque. The point being is that um, burlesque didn't pick up speed as far as popularity until um, something called the Ziegfeld Follies came out. Mm-hmm. And the Ziegfeld Follies was an entertainment circuit that was based in New York, um, Atlantic City, I believe. And they started having what they called hoochie coochie girls, which were girls who would come on stage and like you know shake their body and very I'm as tiny as like Charo. Yeah. <laughs> she does that hoochie coochie or whatever. Yeah, I don't fucking yeah, know. Something like that. Hoochie coochie is kind of an old fashioned <laughs> term for just basically shaking your stuff on stage. Right. I just I just like the term hoochie coochie. Yeah. Yeah. It, is, it is a fun term. <laughs> I, I like that. Uh, so yeah, it was it, it's kind of derived from that and it was meant to make fun of a lot of the morals of the day like, you mm-hmm. know, fuck your upright shit. Like right. watch this ass shaking or whatever. So it was, there was a lot of that involved in it so it was pretty rebellious to have a burlesque uh dancer or a hoochie coochie girl come mm-hmm. out and shake her stuff and do her thing um and then as it morphed into an actual art form like drag or anything else uh then it became more nuanced then it you know had a resurgence like it kind of died out in the i want to say like the 60s 50s 60s something like that 1950s, 1960s, it kind of went a little dead. Right. And then in the 90s, for some reason, it just, bam, like this total resurgence happened. And there well, was the a 90, lot of... The 90s was a big time for like... Moulin Rouge. Like androgynous. Yeah, there was a lot of that. And there was a lot of... I mean, guys like guys yeah. like Shannon Hoon, Blind Melon, you know, right. taking stage, wearing dresses and stuff like that. I can, yeah, like I can it was imagine. also... You know, the 90s to me were a lot of like, you know, fuck the establishment. Everything like we had another, was so cool. Yeah, yeah. everything was became an, uh, basically 30 years later of the 60s. Like yeah, the 60s were exactly. like, fuck your shit. And then the 90s came out and said, oh, really? Yeah. No, really, fuck your shit. I, I've said it a few so. times. I always love... One of the, my favorite things about the 90s was obviously the music, but you know, you could take a band like Nirvana and, and you know, Blues Traveler or you know, Soundgarden and R.E.M. and you could put them all on the same fucking show. Right. And it just flowed... And throw Dave Matthews in there just for good measure. God. You know, or smashing pumpkins. I think I have to leave now, you know? Dave Matthews. Really, <laughs> I'm saying you could throw them all in there. My my goth and punk and it, <laughs> uh, toes are curling in my <laughs> shoes right now. But you could even throw goth and punk in there too. I mean, you could throw Marilyn Manson on the bill. I'm just I'm Ugh. just picking out big names here. I don't know much, but uh, yeah. Why don't we just throw Marilyn Manson out? Shall we? We, we could. We Thank could. You. Thank you. Can he we has, throw he him hasn't out? done much good since. Probably the nineties. He just there's a whole thing. You need to Google Marilyn Manson. There's really? a whole thing. There's a whole thing. I know he like dropped part of the stage on himself and there was a big backlash around oh, the same just, time. I mean he's just he's a mess. Not even a fun mess, just a fucking mess. Really? Yeah. There's a lot. I just I saw him on that. The uh, show is not long enough for me to tell you what the fuck <laughs> this man has done <laughs> in his little career. I heard a I heard a lot of things uh uh from uh Rob Zombie. About like how Marilyn Manson is just like a horrible person to he work is. with. 
That's a that's an amazing motherfucker right there though. No, Rob yeah, Rob Zombie, Zombie Rob Zombie's a badass. Like I yeah. love Rob Zombie. Oh, yeah. And Rob Zombie, if you actually watch an interview with him, is fucking smart as he shit. He is so brilliant. He, he's he is super so, smart. He is so in control of what you see and what you hear from him as far as his products and then now he's all in movies and shit and like have you seen some of his he's, horror movies? Oh yeah. Yeah. <gasps> I mean the the House of a Thousand Corpses. Hell fucking yeah! Well, I, you oh know, my and I god! Know, I know the like House of a Thousand Corpses and the stuff that he that it was his was amazing, but those fucking Halloween movies that he did, mm-hmm. the way that he made Michael Myers look and you know oh, it was just it was fucking insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. Halloween. Jump uh, in there, man. Jump in there. Oh no, I'm. I, hey, I <laughs> this is this is when the, I feel like it. You're literally <laughs> watching what this man does. Like he just lets me go pop off at the mouth, and he's just like, "All right, I'll be here for cleanup." Like <laughs> he, he likes to watch. Are you are you a fan yeah, of uh, Are you a fan of Halloween? <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, it's also it's the cleanup of remembering where the where the topic branched off to remember. You know, like we have places <laughs> we put on shows, and we love supporting them. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping track where she goes off the rail, it works out. Yeah, it, I'm. Uh, I am the light touch of the two of us. Meaning, alcohol-wise, like it doesn't take a lot for me to be like, "I love you, man." Like it, <laughs> I love you from sober to "I love you, man" is like less than five drinks at this point, and which is that's all right. It's so sad. these days. These days, probably probably same here. I don't. I don't, I don't drink much these days. So, so yeah, so th- if I'm three drinks into a show, he's just like, okay, I need <laughs> to make sure the money box doesn't walk away, the merch doesn't walk away, yeah. people don't touch the performers. I actually have a really good story. I have to shout Freddie out for this. Um, one of the number one rules. <laughs> you okay? Keep keep drinking. <laughs> keep drinking. This is just a soda. <laughs> Did you, were you expecting it to be a beer? Just keep drinking. <laughs> Just keep no, drinking. No, just the just way that she just said that. It was just like, it, it, uh, it. <laughs> you should see me at my day job. Like, this is the nighttime version. <laughs> well, so do Wait, tell. This, tell is, this is also completely sober. Like, imagine me four drinks in. I'd be like, listen. <laughs> so lay down. Two dudes walked into a bar. <laughs> um, so pretty much, yeah. One of the major rules of burlesque, and we do have rules. Yeah. Believe it or not, as rebellious as we are, right. we do have rules. Because it's just, we want it to be safe and sane for everybody. 100%. Is do not touch the performers. Yes. Because we have performers walking around in very, very little. Yeah. And so, excuse you, that's not an invite for you to grab things that are not yours. You guys got to get that a lot, though. We do have moments. Yeah. And when we, ha- when we have those moments and we catch them, yeah. then we deal with it then and there. Um, if we don't, usually the performers will tell us and we will deal with it. Yeah. You know, post happening or whatever. Mm-hmm. We've only had, I think, two instances of people trying to grab things that weren't theirs. Right. And one of them was um, in Jacksonville, Florida, we, where we go sometimes to perform because we don't perform. We don't have shows a lot here in Gainesville, mm-hmm. um, but we've done shows in Orlando, in Jacksonville, in Tampa, in Georgia. I've done Savannah. I mean, we've done. I would a- imagine that you know the. The smaller towns, the smaller venues could could be a little bit more difficult just based on you would, the niche yeah, that you guys are in. It is more about, um, A, who's going to let us do what we want to do right, and right. trails of blood and shit. And then the other thing <laughs> Not is... Not generally small town America. Yeah, no. I don't see us going to Kansas with that shit. <laughs> right. Oh, I'll do it. I will find a way. Listen, bitch, tour 2021, okay? Nice. Kansas. All of Kansas. Nice. Um... Jesus Christ. Just, you know, there are days where I'm just like, why do I date you? I don't know. <laughs> that what? sounds like a personal problem, and you got to figure that out yourself. 
So now, so oh, how do how do we shout Freddie out here? What what what, what happened? Okay, okay, right, I'm definitely so like I don't remember what. What's yeah, going no, on. I, re- I remember. I wasn't that drunk. <laughs> so um, one of our performers um, did an act on stage, and uh, his name is Jaden Starr, and he's based out of Jacksonville, and he's awesome. Right. He's also done a lot of stuff for us because he loves to like, get weird. He's like, I get feel like getting weird. What y'all doing this month? I'm yeah. like, not this month, baby. Next month. <laughs> But uh, he did it. He was wearing very little. He was basically wearing a thong, and the front of the the thong like just basically cupped his junk, and that yeah. was it. Everything else was out and about. Right. This very drunken woman uh, was sitting next to a friend of hers, and they were at the show, and they the woman apparently reached for his junk, like he was getting a tip from her, and she reached out and wanted to touch somebody, and I was off back i was in the backstage area making sure things were rolling along for the other performers who were getting mm-hmm. ready to come out and fortunately Jaden moved to the side because he saw where her hand was going and he kind of like yeah. did this little twirl and like backed up so she couldn't touch him but when he came back to the dressing room he was popping off like this bitch blah 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 and i said yeah. oh shit and apparently freddie saw it happen yeah. in the actual bar uh, at the stage area and so he was the one who was like yo could you not? Right. And the drunk woman's friend was sober enough to be like, I'm so sorry. Like mm-hmm. she just, you know, he's really hot and she just lost her mind and right. she's really drunk. And he's like, I understand that. But because that excuses being a total fucking douche. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was like, I get it, but <laughs> please don't touch our people. Like right. we, we will have you removed from here. And yeah. we actually have a really good relationship with that bar owner yeah. to begin with. So if we had gone to her and said, yo, one of your patrons is being a dick to one of our performers, she would have been like, out, yeah. banned, get out. Um, and, you know, I, I would assume that, I mean, women are going to get, scantily clad women are going to get pawed at and looked at. And, yes. You know, that's, and, and that sucks. But scantily mm-hmm. clad women um, covered in blood and entrails. Right. They don't get uh, grabbed as much as you think. And I'm, and I'm not. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and I'm just certainly kinda, the guys just kind of the guys the, the straight men who are into them is like uh, right. you're hot, but I'm <laughs> kind of scared right now, so I don't well, really know what to do with. And this. it's not to say that by any stretch of the there's imagination, there's a little bit of a turnoff like when a girl is covered in blood. Uh, but that's but that's not to say that off. it's 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 obviously that it's okay for you know for for men to be grabbing scantily clad. There's women, okay for nobody to be know. grabbing scantily clad anything. But I would yeah. be willing to bet you like solid cash that most people don't think that don't think of it in the same way when it's a woman grabbing a man like that. Most people would probably, Oh, it's okay. You know, but but it's not, it's the same fucking thing. It's just as bad. Yeah. But but you know, being a, being a woman or a female representing person doesn't excuse you from bad behavior. Right. It just, you know, it, if you suck, you suck. It doesn't matter. If, to me, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman right. or, you know, a trans person or you're gay or you're straight or you're... I don't care. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit. Keep don't your touch, fucking hands to Don't yourself. touch my fucking people. Right. I have watched um, people get their hands bent backwards. Mm. Not by performers, but by producers and, you know, security yeah. in, in the place for that shit. Like, nope, get the fuck out. So... See, what it's you guys always the number one rule. Like every venue we go to, no matter who's hosting, whether it's myself or another host that we hire, yeah. they always go over the rules of A, don't touch anybody. Like we may come near you, we may lean over you, we may flirt with you, we may we may even ask permission to sit on you. And right. usually that's that is done. Like I right. have seen performers sit on audience members' laps, but it's always 
pre-approved. Like and they it's go part of the show. Yeah, they go quietly to that person and say, "Hey, during my act, I'm going to sit on your lap. Right. Is that okay?" Yeah. Before anything gets started, and so that's usually fine. Yeah. It's in the moment when the person's like, "Oh, look, an ass!" Like, yeah. no, 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 not <laughs> not your ass. What you need to get is there. You, you need to go find some strip club bouncers. Because these guys are usually like eight feet tall. Yes. And they're they're about eight feet wide. And you can just be sitting in a strip club and they're nowhere to be seen. But if you think about grabbing a titty, they just appear out of nowhere. And they're like, hey, man. You know, you'd be that's amazed. It. You don't really want Gone. a lot of us in your face either. And that's usually <laughs> what ends. No, seriously. They usually, if the bar, depending on what the security is in the bar. Yeah. The performers, we have such a community here, at least in Gainesville, we do, um, and then other places we do as well, depending yeah. on, because I travel all over the place to per- when I perform, Right. that if anybody were to touch someone, like I've watched, there's a performer named named Tush who works out of Orlando, Yeah. and somebody grabbed a, like literally grabbed a titty, not her titty, but like a titty, yeah. and a performer in the show that she was part of, this five foot five or five foot six, like tiny Petite woman. That's, that's not tiny. <laughs> it, well, to me it is. <laughs> to me it is. Five four. Five four I, and listen, a half. Listen, I, I said platforms. <laughs> I'm usually in are like six three, six four, and after that, everyone's Absolutely. little. But she literally backed, and this man was huge. This man was mm-hmm. six feet plus, like huge, broad-shouldered man. She backed him out verbally from the venue. Didn't touch him. But got so mad at him that she backed him out, and and he was like, "What the fuck?" Blah blah. blah. Like he's cursing up a storm because he's drunk as a skunk. Right. And she's like, "Not in my house. Get the fuck out." Blah blah. And uh, so all you see are performers coming up behind her, like, "We got a problem here. <laughs> is there a problem here? We got a problem here." And we're talking like eight or nine deep. Yeah. You know, lashes or no lashes. We're like, if you touch one of us, we are all going to break, <laughs> break you. Okay, it's like, please, please. Li- we will no, break you. We will break you. Like, <laughs> you don't shit. really need a stiletto in your fucking eye. Like, you don't need that in your life. Now, we, do we like to have to do that? No. No. Not at all. But so you guys are a can, community. You guys are a, you yeah. guys are a team. You know, oh, you no, together. yeah. That's like, awesome. there's, yeah. That's we way don't, to do it. Yeah. But it's like a family. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, Freddie and I are lucky enough to have been in venues to where we have that kind of community going. Yeah. And so we don't have you know bullshit like bullshit's gonna happen but it's it's quashed immediately yeah and usually there's enough of um what we call a trained audience to know that if somebody starts fucking up even the audience would be like yeah. Dude, don't do that yeah. then they stop the show and we don't get to see any more naked people and mm-hmm. you fucking suck like you know so it becomes almost like a mob mentality like right. stop being an asshole you yeah know? Yep. so um i love seeing naked people I love naked people so much. That's my favorite. <laughs> naked, let me tell you, naked or semi-naked people are just beautiful. Now, but burlesque doesn't go full nude, is that right? No, they is don't. Right? No. no. Is that, we is go that down to across what's the board? Yes, we go down to what's called pasties, which right. are nipple covers, and um, G-strings or thongs or anything else that basically covers the genitalia and the asshole. Mm-hmm. Everything else is out, though. Yeah. That's I've amazing. Seen, I have seen some tiny panties. <laughs> in my day tiny <laughs> i'm just like do you have something under there like are so, you a barbie doll like what is so how the, i mean the million dollar question mm-hmm. how, did, how did you get into this how did you find your way into burlesque myself yourself what what uh, what tip the scale for you that's uh <laughs> that was actually a fun one uh it related to a mutual friend of ours uh jenny castle actually i ended up working for her 
uh, at a an establishment she used to run, and Jenny Castle and Sally B Dash decided to just up and go. You know what? We're gonna do a uh, how to burlesque class. And she was like, well, uh, I don't have anything else going on with the day job, so I'm going to just Might as well. go do this. Yeah. Um, and it started out pretty slowly, mm-hmm. and holy shit, the cost of rhinestones. <laughs> I don't know why we didn't buy stock, but we fucked up somewhere. Uh, rhinestones and ShopVac, that should have been the two investments that why, I made. Why, and I didn't. Wait, why is ShopVac? Have you ever tried to sweep up blood? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A, he's got me there. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> You probably Shit. have, but maybe not. Now in I a, see in a why you, Freddie's <laughs> laying down a law. Now I see what it's all about. I get it. I get it. That's uh, that makes it's sense. Much easier to to vacuum up majority and then just you know a quick spot mop. Yeah, <laughs> and then also shop back has my, microfiber claws are my life. Well, so yeah. throw at that what, on there. At what point though was it like, yeah, this is it? Like, um, for me, I didn't see two things. Uh, I've always been a, a rather sexual person. Yeah. Um and being the age that I am, a lot of people don't see that anymore. They're just like, oh, well, you you know, you have silver hair and you're this and you're this and you're this. Mm. And I'm like, um, my vajay still works. <laughs> like, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about. You know, and it's always hilarious. <laughs> no, seriously, it's hilarious because they assume that I, you know, I'm hella married and I have 3.5 children in college and like all this horse shit. And I'm like, that's nice. First off, you don't look old enough to have kids in college. So oh, uh, baby, I'm, that, I'm probably older than you. Uh, uh, do you see all this gray hair? Do you see that? This is this I love when this happens. I, yeah, I, I, I seriously doubt you are older than I am. I seriously how, doubt how it. How do you think she is? That's the first question. 26. I love him. Can I? Can we keep him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's I mean, for sale. if I don't have, to, negotiable. Stage, if I don't have to keep cleaning up the stage, <laughs> that works. <laughs> we'll just keep him in the guest room. Honestly, I would honestly say thirty-two, thirty-three. <gasps> That's the average guess, and you are so horrendously wrong. wrong. So wrong. You are closer to my age than hers. You know what I should really. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. I'm. You want me to tell you how old I am? You don't have to. Okay. I don't, if, I don't if, give a shit. If like, you I'm want not to, of, I'm not one of these women. I like, just. Oh no! I never reveal my age. I just like, turned. I just turned forty last Friday. Oh, I'm older than you. Barely, right? No. No. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way you're like fifty. Uh, I'll be fifty in February. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what? I'll be fifty in February. Go to Purple Night Shades Productions. <laughs> dot com. <laughs> And realize how wrong you are. And uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, there's no fucking way. But. I promise you, I'm 49 years old. And uh, for everybody out there who goes, ew, she's 49 and gets naked. I said, baby, I get paid $200 to get naked. I love so it. fuck you. And that's I before your money that you're going to give me anyway. Do you know how many men out there have mommy issues? Okay. Oh, yeah. I get on the stage yeah. and they yeah. figure out how old I am. They're just like, so what are you doing? Yeah, later? my mom sucked. I got mommy issues all Let day. So I know something. what's up. I'm, I'm <laughs> with you. <laughs> Let me tell you something. They're just like, what are you doing later? I'm like, not you. <laughs> You need therapy. Here's my therapist's name. <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm but 33 years old, and I'm pretty sure people would pay me $200 to not get naked. 100%. 100%. <laughs> I'll throw in on that. I think well, I have it, thrown in on yeah, that. Yeah. Here's the crazy <laughs> thing. Um, so I was, at the time, I was 45? 44? 45? 44. 44. I was 44 years old, taking this class, having a blast. I had known Jenny Castle for a while before that. Like, we were friends. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you should do this. And I'm like, get the fuck out. What? I thought I'm 44. No one's going to pay to see a 44-year-old bitch on stage with 
what the fuck? No. And she's like, ah, yes, they will. Yeah. So we ended up doing a student showcase right. at the end of the class. And they said, if you feel like performing, do it. If you don't, it's fine. Um, he was actually on the stage for my very first performance. Cause I was so terrified. Of so you like guys were together beforehand. Yes. Before yeah. The yeah. Just a little bit, actually. Not very far. No. But how, how old is Freddie now? Like, we're, <laughs> so we're, we're yeah, that's, that's Freddie, Freddie's like 22. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Freddie looks like he could be about 22. <laughs> uh, I am actually 28, 29 of December. Or November. Wow. November, not December. Wow, so uh. Rob... Like, like Robin <laughs> the Cradle. Robin the Cradle. Like, he was going to say, it's like, nice. Hey, uh, spit it out there, brother. Let's, let's do the math. It's what? A, yeah, that's why I said. When you said 30, yeah. it's like closer to my age, but also... Trust me, I've heard the I've heard the cougar shit for like the last. I don't think it's a thing yeah. though. Like, I, oh, I, I really don't. I, oh, like, oh, honey. I mean, <laughs> I mean, People shit. Fire off with it, but no. And so, and it's it's actually caused me to just mess up my age. I I completely misfiled government paperwork for a whole year. <laughs> I was like, well, she's twenty years older than I am, so uh, since she's forty eight, I'm definitely twenty eight. And I was doing that for the entire year before I turned twenty eight. <laughs> a discussion with a co-worker and he was like oh so you were born in 90 and I was like no 91 he goes so you're 27 <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> everything is wrong here here we go so <laughs> trust I me he didn't think I was in my 40s when he first met me he was like there's no fucking way and I'm like here's my license <laughs> I, well he's like god damn you yeah. guys you, are an adorable you, 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 you wear it extremely <laughs> well and well, uh, you know you. so the power of makeup my goodness um, <laughs> the power of makeup water and um, virgin blood drunk at midnight there on the go. full moon. There you go. <laughs> that actually works really, really well. <laughs> uh, but no, I just, you know, so back to the original story. Long story short, I did the first performance. We did this thing, and I loved it. How, like did, everybody, how did it feel? It, the first time. I was terrified. Had, had I was you, shaking. You I was, my feet were sweating. I was like, oh my God, I'm about to take my clothes off in front of people. Had you I'm ever done anything like that before? Like not anything? in front of, like not in front of a crowd. Like I have done sexual things before, but right. never like, hi, there's about 35, 40, 50 right. people about to stare at you, take off clothes on stage. And I had had, I also had friends that did sex work um, yeah. when I was in my twenties. So I wasn't, Unused to like a strip club sure. or you know whatever like it didn't bother me at all. I'm how like, how far into the show were you before you were like, oh, "This is cool. I'm I'm kind of digging this." Or was it just nervous when I was the whole time? I was nervous the entire time, yeah. and I'm told that that's very normal. Right. Um, for a lot of performers, even performers who've been doing this for 10, 15 years, sure, they still get nervous before they go out there and do a, a performance, yeah. even if it's an act they've I done seventeen that. times. Yep. Because you never want to lose that energy. Yeah. Of performing in front of humans, like mm-hmm. even if no matter what you're doing, whether you're doing stand up or you're doing burlesque or you're doing sideshow or you're juggling or whatever, it doesn't matter. You never want to lose that. You don't want it to be like, oh god, it's a job. Okay, let me yeah. just go on stage and do this again. Like you don't want to get to that. So point. you want that? You want that rush? You, you want, want that, that nervous mm-hmm. energy? Like oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Yeah, it you gives know? you an edge. Yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah. Like I can always tell when a performer is completely over it. Yeah. And when a performer, even though they've done the act 65 times, are just in it. Like, mm-hmm. they're living it, loving it, doing all the things. And so, for me, the first time was um, nerve-wracking. Yeah. Um, not unlike the first time I had sex. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally the first time I had sex. 
I am so when old. You, when you got done, <laughs> were you like, mm, I'm not sure if I'm going to do that again, or were you instantly just like, I honestly I'm don't. Rem- I only don't remember. Really? He he could probably uh, tell you better than I could. I don't. Was remember. she hooked? Was she, she into? She was. It? She was definitely wanted to do it, but wasn't sure if she was going to keep up on it solo. Um, yeah. It actually came down to a few of the other people in the class deciding, you know what, we're going to make this group. We're going to start doing it together, and. It wasn't until about three or four months later after, you know, the normal waking up to 6 a.m. coffee of, oh, shit, I have to finish his underwear in four hours uh, or in the car ride on the way, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. the why, why you got to call me out like that? <laughs> because I drove <laughs> to Savannah. These are our new friends. You really got to do this right now? <laughs> I drove to Savannah in a hurricane while you rhinestoned underwear. I can call you out when I want to. <laughs> Okay. That's how All you. Right. That's how you know that we're friends. <laughs> exactly. Listen, we can exactly. talk about exactly. stuff. Like we can talk <laughs> shit to each other. It's all good. Listen. All we'll good. see what happens. We'll see what happens. We get home tonight. All right. We'll watch. <laughs> watch. That's the reason we have a guest room, motherfucker. There's a reason we have a guest room, and uh, the cat is there. And it's the full. Moment. It sounds like it's probably full of like rhinestones and underwear. No, that's a whole other room. A that's whole other room. <laughs> there's a whole, there's whole, whole room. separate room for that, and uh, I can also attest to the fact that there are rhinestones everywhere. I have found one on my nutsack. Well, at work. What? Had not been at the house in a few days. What? <laughs> and was just like, why is everything sticking? And decided to go check. And yeah, sure enough, there's a like quarter inch rhinestone just <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> what can I say? You guys are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm having a I'm I'm having a great time. <laughs> oh, I'm this so is, glad. This is a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it, was, it was about three months down, and then she finally got comfortable and was like, "Okay, I can do this, but can I afford it?" Yeah. And that's where it, when it just came down to, you know what? Just do it. We'll figure out the shit. What, It'll get done. What? Uh, have you had people that have come to you with with issues like body issues and stuff like that? Oh yeah. And 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 how do you tell them like, hey? chill out just relax just be you like how do you tell them that? um body issues are not uncommon uh my tagline w- most performers have a tagline associated with their brand right so to speak uh, my tagline is the giant of jiggle the giant the, the of giant jiggle. of jiggle that is my tagline so when i'm introduced on stage there's like you know the giant of jiggle delicate flower that's interesting yeah and i took that tagline because i am a tall woman and right. i am over 200 pounds so you know a lot of people see that and go oh my god how could you take clothes off on stage who wants to see that i'm like you would be amazed on who fucking wants to see this shit okay <laughs> like they don't care like yeah. legit don't care mm-hmm. i had one guy tip me a 20 dollar bill he's like thank you for existing and i was yeah. like if you would like to see more of this <laughs> grabbing my titties give me more money well it's um, sexy confidence is is sexy i had know? let me tell you Hands something down. i had I, I like to tell the stories of of the different moments i've had when people come to me with yeah. body issues i usually validate well this their, is the place to do it i usually validate their fears first of all because everybody has some kind of issue with the way they look right and anybody who tells you oh i love myself i'm like i'm sure it took you a long time to get there and that's what i start with yeah I didn't walk on stage, take off clothes, and like, yes, my body is glorious. I was terrified. Yeah. I thought my first act, after the student showcase and I joined a group and started to actually perform, I thought my first act sucked ass. And it didn't. Did you Did you build your first act? I did. From the ground, from up, ground up, sewed everything, put fake blood over everything, because I was doing this really funny act to a, a song I liked. And I you know, had this little shtick going with a prop and this whole thing. And there were literally 75 people in that audience. I was 
like almost peeing myself terrified. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to suck. I'm going to suck. But body issues for me was more about challenging the belief that anybody who got up on stage and took off their took, who took off their clothes had to be 150 pounds and Fuck that. you Ooh. know size triple d you know titties or whatever or had right. rock hard abs or you know a big dick or what like it, there's this misconception that nudity is restricted to certain body types or certain yeah. permissible uh, yeah. presentations. I agree. And my first thought with that tagline as well as with performing is fuck that shit. Like, yeah. fuck you. I don't right. care. Yeah. And so while I still get nervous about showing my body, I still have parts of my body that I, I'm not favoriting by mm-hmm. any means. Like, I don't dig on them all the time. I do know that once I'm on the stage, nothing matters. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter about my belly it doesn't matter but i have a gigantic scar across my midsection mm-hmm. um that's a combination of an operation i had when i was a kid plus being stabbed in the stomach holy by, shit yeah that's a whole nother story well shit um, we got we got a fucking <laughs> hour to burn so you know yeah that's, you, you feel just free. opened up a whole can of worms like, holy that's, shit listen that if you don't well, want to talk about it, you don't have to by any means it has to do with the you day know. job so i really right. don't want to yeah, get yeah, into yeah. it but it was but where where the scars are it makes one continuous scar right and what it does is that it creates, um, believe it or not, it creates kind of a happy face on my torso. And yeah. what I mean by that is if you actually look at me head on naked, my tits are eyes, my belly button's a nose, the scar is a smile, and my vajay is a beard. <laughs> <laughs> so now you, you have are, that you thought to go to. definitely my favorite. <laughs> that that's, is something, that's incredible. That is something you have to sleep on now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just continue to stare at me and not see it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go to sleep tonight, and I'm going to be thinking about that. <laughs> you sure we can't take him home? Sure. <sighs> that is your house. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why we are stay together, because he recognizes <laughs> these things. There's also, might- there's also a shed. We, it, it can be a whole separate room. So, Freddie, what, what do you, what's your story, man? You're, you, were, you were born and raised right here. What do you what do you just you just kind of hang out and go to these shows like yeah. uh, so like what what do you what do you do? With the do you do you contribute to ideas? Do you critique things? Don't make me things? shimmy at you; it'll just get worse. It do is you, it is a lot of everything. So critiquing like how um, involved in the overall process of, of 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 this are you? More than I'm typically seen, just right. because as far as at least publicly on face Facebook and yeah. other social media platforms, I keep it down. Again, because of the day job, I don't have a separate page. Yeah. But it's still just like, hey, how does this look? What do we want to do here? How can I make this work? Right. I'm I'm just somebody who likes to fix things or yeah. upgrade things. So when she comes and it's like, hey, I want to do like wings or this right. mask or something. I don't know how to make it work. It's like I watch enough shows. I can either figure it out or I'll fuck with it till I do. Right. Um, and. Or fucking YouTube. It. Everything's on goddamn. Oh, I, I learned how to change my brakes from watching a youtube yeah. video and almost everything is on youtube there are some things where it's like okay but they haven't thought how to do it this way right there's a big difference between hey i need this harness and hey i need this harness so when i unclip it it just like spews blood everywhere uh, like that yeah that's probably spray. that's probably not on youtube it's probably not on youtube but <laughs> when you take both videos and you just go okay cool overlay where do they connect right it works out a little bit easier um and then other than that between that a bit of the financials screening over acts like okay yeah. we've got these three performers 
and I can't pick which one to put on. So what do we think? Yeah. It's a lot of that behind the scenes work until the day of. Uh-huh. And then it's like, hey, this is the co-producer. Right. Uh, if you have questions, you can go to him. If he can't answer them, he'll know where I am. Sure. It works out pretty well. Uh, the backstage part of, yeah, if somebody needs to go, bye, bitch. Yeah. Like, we did tell you you're not getting your money back. Have fun. Yeah. Don't be a dick. And it works out pretty well. Yeah, he's. It's pretty. It's very much. I'm mom and he's dad. Yeah. Like mom is. You know. Okay. You know. It'll be fine. You'll be fine. Da 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 da. We're gonna fix it. And he's just like, no, fuck that. Right. They're grounded. You, you gotta know? have somebody like that yeah, though. That's important, especially with what you're doing. You yeah. know. Because yeah. I mean, you good. You know. You do. You, you you find yourself in a vulnerable position from time to time. You gotta have a guy who's just gonna really throw the fucking hammer down. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's helps. sometimes I try to um, hold him off from doing that. He's like, sure. "Nope, I'm doing it." I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, <It's> do it." <laughs> and I don't, you know, I don't mind throwing the hammer down yeah. when I need to because sometimes I do have to run the shows by myself because right. he actually, you know, has a job himself. But you kind of like it when he takes charge a little bit. Uh, more yeah. than more than you know. Yeah, I got oh, it. I know what's up now. I see how it works. I know the dynamic. I let, let me tell you something. It's really funny when people do figure out that dynamic. <laughs> yeah. and they're just like, but why? Yeah, how? that's that's <laughs> the first question. Like, how is that? Look, look at you and look at what? You mm-hmm. know, nobody mm-hmm. believes it. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, the only person I would ever let, ever let <laughs> step on my toe like that would be him. Yeah. Everybody else could get fucked. Well, that's like, good. I don't it, care. I mean, but that's that good. That is you, so sweet. You, you've yeah. you found the dynamics and the boundaries at work, and, yeah. and you know that that's 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 yeah. key, man. And it's yeah. sometimes understanding when I like need to just go. No, like you're too attached to this, which is an upside yeah. to me not being an actual performer, right? And not being such a public like this is me. You never, you attached never, you never thought about it, man. Never thought about. It, I mean, know, I definitely thought th- about throwing it. on the wig and some the, heels. I mean, I'm thinking about it right now, like you in a G-string and like with some like nipple tape. Oh, on. You got, let me tell you something. I actually, I'm thinking about it right now. I actually, there was one of our earlier dates where we went out and he's like, oh, you want to wear a corset? I'll wear a fucking corset. He put a corset <laughs> I don't give on. A shit. Listen, he corset put a corset on over boots. a dress shirt. I about blew him at the bar. I was nice. like, let's go. That's why he wore the fucking corset because you almost yeah, blew him at the looked, bar. He looked, of course. He looked hot as shit. shit. I was like, holy shit, you look hot. He was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, he truly doesn't give a fuck. Like, he does not give a fuck. That's good. Yeah. Ain't nothing so, wrong with that. Yeah, they're not I, getting I, on stage. I think I might need five. to get a corset. <laughs> Let me tell you something, baby. You get a good one. Don't expect to breathe. Do understand, like, you know, breathing exercises. <laughs> but beside that point, yeah. It so so it's not going to be comfortable, but I can feel sexy while I'm doing it. It's you just described the entire yeah. burlesque world. Holy okay. shit. <laughs> Look I'm at Matt, look at Matt breaking it down. I'm not going to be comfortable, but I'm going to look damn sexy while <laughs> I'm doing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You might not be able to look down and enjoy what's happening, but you'll feel it, and that's all that matters. So now, <laughs> so, so so what we have, is you when when you reached out to me initially, you said, uh, you said yeah, we're a, we're a horror mm-hmm. burlesque mm-hmm. and sideshow company. Side company. Yes. So when I think sideshows, like mm-hmm. we like we were talking earlier, you know, like the the bearded lady stuff, the, uh-huh. the sword swallower, you know, the typical yes. circus type of sideshows. That's where my mind goes. How far off base am I with that? Like what, actually, what not are too they? far off base. Um, the typical sideshow acts that we see combined with burlesque, because you know I've seen people spinning around in the air, taking off clothes. Like sure, it's, it's pretty impressive. Um, we have hired sword swallowers. Yeah. There's uh, actually a sword swallower in Jacksonville um, called Chelsea No Pants, and Chelsea 
had swallowed a hanger before, and everyone in the audience is like, huh. exactly that face. They're like, feel, oh my ah, god! Yeah. And then she I pulled it, shit in my like she pulled it out slowly, and everyone was just like, I don't know what. Ugh. Here's money. I don't even know what to do with you. Right I, now. I feel like I should pay her right now. Yeah, she's she's <laughs> incredible. Like she's incredible. She does all that shit. But and but you said her her name is Chelsea. No pants. No pants. Chelsea. No pants. Chelsea. No pants. I feel why? like I need to give her a tip just because her name is No Pants. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She <laughs> when she gets on stage, she wears very little, doing all of this shit. Wow. So yeah, she's she's amazing. So we've hired her before. Um, I have hired people who do um, what they call needle acts, where they take the big surgical needles that you see and they, yeah, and inject them into their skin <laughs> nope. and like weave them into their skin. And nope. Yeah. Well, but I'm saying like that kind oh of stuff is, is aligned with our brand yeah. of, of weird and creepy. Oh, it's shit. A, it's amazing. I have mad respect for people yeah. who do that. Um, shit. So I've seen needle shit. I have seen um, staples. Yep. It's real big. Yeah. Um, they take like the big power. And just like, like staple. Yeah. Boop. I've seen some people do that yeah, shit. People, people st- yeah, people will staple money to them. And depending on where you want to staple it is the amount of money you have to pony up. Oh. So, for example, $100, you get to staple to like a titty or a head or what? something. Yeah. A titty? Yeah. Don't fuck that up. Yeah. All right, so you're you're upset about the titty, but not the head. I'm not gonna she staple did, nothing to a titty. I like titties. I'm not stapling nothing to it. I also I'm not like having facing the titty. I, I also enjoy having a head without staples in it. <laughs> However, if you but angle you it correctly, you now have a new piercing, and you paid a hundred dollars. <laughs> See, and he's the idea, ha- man. I get it now. Have have guy you, I get why, it. This is why I keep him around. It makes sense. I, I totally so, get yeah, it. So yeah, so we we don't do, do that. We, we see. <laughs> How is Don't it try that, this at home, kids. How is it that the youngest guy in this crew, like right now, is the one with the most common sense, like? He no hasn't been corrupted one. yet, maybe. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. I, that, I knew that was wrong as soon as I said it. What the fuck am I talking you need about? To, you need to stop for a second and think about this. Yeah, yeah. Here is, you know, a 28-year-old man dating a 49-year-old woman and has been dating her for six years. Let's put that math together. If he didn't have common sense, he wouldn't be A, in my house, or I B, can't, I can't B count that me. high. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't be in my house, or he wouldn't be in me. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Like here, I, here. I'm over the yeah. phase of fucking stupid people, so yeah. I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> sorry. I'm just done with that shit. Hey, good job, Freddie. You're not a stupid people. <laughs> yeah. Person is sometimes, you know, I have my moments. <laughs> it's not always uh, sunshines and rainbows or uh, what was it? Rhinestones on the dick. Rhinestones yeah. on the Rhinestones dick. On Holy the dick. shit. <laughs> I'm, you know what? You, again, this I, is co- this I'm is sorry. Co- I have to stop because rhinestones. <laughs> on the dick. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Um, when it when the when the title for the episode hits you in the face, you got to write it down. Rhinestones on a dick. Episode thirty-seven. <laughs> Rhinestones <laughs> on the dick. So, or uh, so not fired. everything is always sunshine <sighs> and trippers. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be. Uh, oh. There's about six days out of the week. It is. <laughs> when, I, when I moved to Gainesville at twenty. I was one of the biggest letdowns. Was I was like, wait a minute, they don't have a fucking strip club here? You gotta be kidding me! And the only well at the time they actually had Trader Souths. Yeah, there, which, there was that uh, really ghetto no. place downtown, like really super ghetto. ghetto. But there, there was like it, a dirt yeah, but it, was, it wasn't a it wasn't a full. I mean, think it was topless, but yeah, as, as far as the laws I thought it was let like you pasties. Go. Yeah, that's because that was as far as you could go. All right, like if I'm going to a strip club. 
I gotta see some nipples. Decadence. That's what I'm talking. Yeah, yeah. About. I remember that place. Yeah, that was, that was a big yeah there was decadence. Actually, that was a very tiny place. Yes, it was. I, yeah. I actually played. I tiny. played that club once before it was decadence. Oh wow! I, that I, bu- that building has been so many damn yeah. things at this point. I think right now it's being converted over to a cannabis dispensary or some shit. Bravo! Which, I mean, you know, hey, I love it. <laughs> I don't even know if that building is still there anymore. The I, where it, decadence was? Yeah, it's a, like a little tiny house building. Yeah, yeah it's still I, there. I, it, it is it's still there. Still there. It it, it uh, went from decadence to like a restaurant, I think. I'm trying to remember because I remember seeing decadence. I remember. Yeah. I do remember. It's decadence. all blacked out. I haven't. Shit. I haven't lived here my whole life, but I do remember decadence. Uh. Which is a weird thing to say, but <laughs> moving on. Um, so it went from decadence to like a restaurant, and that failed. And then it went to another restaurant, and that failed. And then it went to like some weird cookie store, yeah. And that failed. And now it's I think it's being converted over to a cannabis place. Are you Are you from Florida? I am from Florida. I'm yeah. actually from Miami. Miami. Huh? I was born in Gainesville. Yeah. And then my father said, "Fuck this." <laughs> And my father and mother moved to Miami when I was a toddler, yeah. and uh, I was raised there ever since. Wow. Um, I have lived in a lot of different places, though, up and down the East Coast. Yeah. Um, and I always tell people my soul belongs in Seattle. Really? I, I fucking love Seattle. I yeah. fucking love it. I've heard a lot of cool things. I had a friend I lived out in Seattle yeah. um, for, for a couple of years, her, her filmmaker husband. That was why she moved. She it's was expensive. like, she's like, we had a kid. We want to buy a house. We want to settle down. Seattle. She's like, you don't fucking buy a house in yeah, Seattle. Yeah, if I ever move out to Seattle, bank. I have now hit the mil- you know, I've hit the lottery. And yeah. <laughs> that's the only way I'm living that out there. Is that where you're going to go if you hit the lottery? If I hit the lottery, yeah, I'd buy a big-ass house in Seattle and just fucking exist. Freddie, how do you feel about Seattle? Uh, that's a lot of fucking rain. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're going to go, though, aren't Florida. you? From Florida, I'll you're go. saying there's a lot of fucking He'll rain. Go. Yeah, I'll go, and we'll it, just keep it, the house here. It rains so basically like 350 days out of the year. Like exactly. it's I love like, rain. I do, too. I heart rain. But I it feels like it's been raining like every fucking day here forever. Is that just me? Then stop it's pissing me off. It's <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'll I'm stop it. I'm also not complaining considering, you know, I'd rather rain the entire hurricane season but no yeah. hurricanes because yeah 20's been a bit of much already yeah let's yeah not. i was gonna say do not bring any yeah. more hell upon us <laughs> yeah let's not let's not open any up any any doors that are closed and no. just fuck that no we, we skated by the mummy issue with the whole <laughs> yes. dust cloud thing like we didn't see murder hornets uh so. actually a friend of mine saw a murder hornet in their garden i had a friend of mine and that saw picture, one too took, took a picture of it the thing was as big as the palm of yeah. your hand it looked like some kind of literal movie monster it was disgusting i said oh my That's god yeah. i'd cry if i fucking saw one i'm not even lying yeah i don't know what i do it's so weird i'm i'm actually scared of the stupidest shit for someone who's like needy poor production <laughs> like um, what uh okay when i'm i i tear i am really afraid oh i am afraid of roaches roaches like i'm terrified well, that's of roaches. okay disgusting those that's are okay. disgusting but you know most people are like ew gross and they step on it i'm just like oh my god i got back out of the room terrified i had one run up my arm one time I was taking out the trash. Yeah, thank you. I don't need to yeah. go to sleep with that. There, okay. was, there was coffee grounds on top of the trash. No. And I, whoa! No. And, it, and the trash went. No. <laughs> Gone. No. So did the coffee grounds. <laughs> no. That was a bitch. My, oh, it's a funny story. Please this, this, stop. Do you, how do you feel about spiders? I love spiders. You love spiders? You know I why? Because spider, spiders, spiders eat roaches. I hate spiders. They eat them. You know who else hates spiders? Hey, Who's, Nick, how do you feel about snakes? I hate snakes almost I as love bad snakes. as spiders. You know but, what snakes eat? Roaches. But I'm going to tell you something funny that happened today to my wife, who also <laughs> does not like spiders, though not nearly as bad as me. I almost shot 
my gun through the wall to kill a spider because I was so terrified. I fucking hate spiders. And this morning, my lovely wife, she got up to go to work, got dressed, put her shoes on, and felt like her sock was bunched up. So she pulled her foot back out, and little baby spiders Aww. were crawling all over her foot. Aww. <laughs> And That's then she cute. threw her shoe into the sink, and the mother spider, carrying all the babies, fell out, and she crushed that, and then killed all the babies too. So now I'm sad. That's really sad, man. Yeah, we don't we don't fuck around with spiders in this house at all. In I that one instance, that's fair. Yeah, no, that's a I, I would have. I, I probably. I'd have freaked the fuck out. Listen, I man, never would have worn. I'm that surprised shoe. you didn't start that entire house on fire. I was. I was at work <laughs> when it happened. I was already okay. gone. That's so. the only reason we're here right now. You'd be like, hey, so we need to meet at a coffee <laughs> yeah. shop. Yeah. I don't have a house. That's a <laughs> coffee shop. There was an unfortunate <laughs> accident. <laughs> yeah, there was a spider. So, yep. uh, yeah, we can't be at uh, Nick's house. Yeah, I walked. I walked into my bedroom years ago, and I and I thought. There's a, I mean, the thing was huge, and the first thing popped in my mind was like, "Oh, should I shoot it?" No, you idiot. No, it would have been a bad idea for a lot no, of people. No, I, you so. know, yeah. So that's I'm I freaked out by I'm also um a terrified of heights. Like I terrified. Well, that's of legit heights. though. I'm I don't like heights either. Well, it it's a real bummer at like amusement parks. I'm like, y'all go on the roller coaster, bye. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't mm-hmm. do it. Like, See, even if you're like secure, terror, like drop nothing. at Disney World, no, yeah. can't fucking do that. Shit See, either. like I'm the I'm I'll I'm the opposite. Out. Like I actually love heights. Have at it. But I I have like a weird like vertigo thing. Like yeah, I do too. So like when when I like that must I, be a tall I be, thing. It could be a tall thing, <laughs> but. Like I could be sitting like like a two foot step stool, and I reach over my head and I feel like I'm gonna die. <laughs> but then you yeah. put me like a hundred feet up, and I'm just working on something like right in front of me. I'm perfectly fine. Well, people ask me how I fly because like oh afraid of heights, and right. I'm like actually it, for some reason in a plane I feel safe, which is yeah. fucked up because more <laughs> you know more planes you know go down and blow up and yeah. all that shit. But I'm just like, I don't know what it is, but I can be in a plane, look out the window and look down at the, whatever landscape is going on. And I don't yeah. give a shit. But the minute I'm in a roller coaster, a hot air balloon, a Ferris wheel, a anything, have you, a, a, a have 20 you? story building looking out the window, I start. Oh, sweating. really? You can't even do like a building? I can't. I can do a building, but I cannot look out the window yeah. for an extended period of time or get close to the window and like look down because then the palms start sweating and I start feeling like I'm going to throw up and pass out. I, I learned I was afraid of heights when I was like seven or eight. There's a there's a dam up in Michigan where I was born. I, I lived up there for like 10 years. Um, and friend of the family, we all went to this dam, and they all decided they were going to walk across it. And it, but it, the grates had holes in it, so you could see straight <laughs> down to the fucking water. And I, my knees locked up, buckled. I was on the floor. That was it's, it. That it's was when really I was weird when, it, when it, you finally figured that out, and you yeah. finally realize, oh shit, I'm not actually invincible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not actually like not afraid of shit. But at the same time, when I was in when I was in high school, I used to work in the theater, and I was the one who used to climb up and hang lights. Same. And, and so same. I was up there. There was a little nothing but a little thin piece of drywall between me and certain death. Mm-hmm. But I was on the catwalk, and I guess that was. I I did theater too. A lot. Of, you'll find out a lot of burlesquers, a lot of performers are theater kids or had yeah. some involvement with theater yeah. in, in some kind of way. Yeah. Um. I was a theater kid in high school. I actually have a minor in theater from college. Yeah. So getting on a stage or being around stage people or being around theater people of any type 
are like super normal for me. Despian troop three three four. I don't think Freddie, you're actually afraid of anything, are you? Afraid of anything? Uh, so me heights. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you're really sleeping. <laughs> Listen, motherfucker. Now you're really sleeping in the guest room. Okay, fuck you. Lay it on thick, man. Go thought. for broke now. You're already <laughs> fucked. He just he's just trying to get me riled up until we get home. Watch. I, I got the car keys. I'm good. I'm at least getting home. <laughs> uh, so I, I hope all our friends hear this and laugh. Their asses. <laughs> oh, I'm 100 percent sure. The second that he can, my boss is gonna be like. So I heard the podcast. <laughs> How did you actually get home that night? <laughs> <laughs> How did you not die? Yeah. Uh, what, are you, what are you afraid of, man? What what deep down what terrifies you? It's actually an interesting one. All of my fears are like in relation to not being able to control something. So like I don't mind spiders Ooh, okay. if I know it's there. I don't right. mind roaches if they're there. Uh, heights, roller coasters I'm are with a you on that. issue. I'm with you on that. Yeah, if I know it's there, it's like, okay, cool, yeah. I can deal with you. You stay yeah. in your corner, I'll stay in my corner. Oh, I still got to crush it, but, I mean, if it's a spider, but, you know, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, if it's across the room, I'll be like, cool. Sure. Can I get you out of the house without killing you? Probably. Um, if not, I have definitely shot, uh, I have shot a training tip arrow into the wall of my apartment <laughs> back in 2010, because I didn't know it was there, and then it was. <laughs> um, For a spider? <laughs> What? Yeah. No, no, you didn't know <laughs> Did that you the get wall it? was there? No. <laughs> you missed it? <laughs> Fuck. If I didn't know the wall was there, I would have been on some did way harder things than the alcohol that I was did in. The air, did the arrow go through? Uh, it actually ended up hitting one of the supports, so I didn't. I got lucky Ooh, enough not to have it through and through. Fuck. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, I have a stud finder, and like experiencing can hardly do that. The experience Fuck. thing helps, so like, I mean, I guess I might have guessed in that <laughs> reflex, but probably not. I was way too hammered and had been showing somebody the bow. I was like, yeah, like, we can go out and shoot it, and I was going back up and just happened to have it, and I was, I remember holding it to open the door to make sure my cat didn't try and, like, run by me right. to get to the party, so all the doors were open, and I looked up, and there's, as I entered the room, it was like a foot and a half distance, and then a curve to go into the room, and it was just right there. Uh, probably about the size of a baseball. I was just like, nope. Drunk me didn't give a shit. I think the worst spider incident I had was when I closed the mirror on the, oh, the bathroom there? mirror, and it was on the wall behind me. <laughs> Holy fuck. I really, I walked in. I, I started washing my hands. I looked up, and the mirror was open. I was like, what the fuck is it? Kids oh, can't close. And I just <laughs> shut it, and I looked up, and I was like, huh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I think Jeff Daniels actually did a movie about that. Oh, arachnophobia. Was that Jeff Daniels? Yeah. yeah. Holy yeah, shit, Daniels. that was. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so Jeff I'm going to change John the topic Goodman. here for a second because oh, I, I actually brought something. Throw it down. What you got? For this podcast because we're going got? on about scary shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am not going to claim ownership of this material. Uh, there was a performer in our community who passed away this year. Yeah. And she was kind of our ooky creepy force right um and she did a series on her her social media on her facebook page called gainesville gothic like mm-hmm. she just got on a tear and started talking about all the things that happen yeah in gainesville that are weird like okay. you think you see it but it's not it's kind of there but it's kind of not and she did 10 of them and i actually screenshotted them from her facebook page yeah because i wanted to bring this tonight because 
they really hit. Like if you're from Gainesville, all right, they're gonna hit a certain kind of way and go, oh shit. Through, where now? Where can this? Where can? Where is this found out? Uh, it's uh, on her personal Facebook page. Oh, okay. So if you're not okay. friends with her on Facebook, it's kind of difficult to find it. But um, if you are, you definitely already know who we're talking about. Yes, if you if you That's are listening to this podcast and you know what I'm talking about, um, you know, rest in power. She yeah. she was an incredible person. Uh, and then a lot to us. Yeah. Um, and her performer name was Formaldehyde Flower. Formaldehyde Flower. Formaldehyde Flower. And she, like I said, she was a force. Yeah. Uh, known for doing all the creepy, weird shit before he and I even got here. So she's. Very she cool. Was, yeah, she was that person. So I'm, there's 10 of these. So just be Lay patient. Lay it out there. Okay. Go for it. So Go here's for it. Gainesville. This is off her page. Gainesville Gothic 1. Medical care facilities are everywhere. They appear overnight. There's one in the mall. You don't know anyone who can afford to go to the doctor. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number two, campus expands almost imperceptibly <laughs> every year. The speed limit on Archer is now 20 miles an hour. You do is not it remember really? it being otherwise. Is it? I, I haven't been to Archer it Road. Just, it keeps oh, spreading down. Hell. Every time yeah. the UF expands. They they get to drop the speed limit on campus down to I think it's like thirty or thirty five at the lowest. Shut so the if you're directly up. connected to the campus, it's typically thirty five miles an hour. So wait, Archer Road is now part of UF? It's getting closer to it. Yes. They're just slowly creeping down. Yep. Man. Okay. Number three, the parking meters downtown take change. All you have are arcade bar tokens. <laughs> no one has actually see, physically seen a quarter since twenty fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> See, y'all are just going, I've, wait I've, a minute. I've wait been a minute. to that uh, barcade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Number four, you give, now, if you know who this person is that she's talking, that Katie, that, uh, excuse me, from Malbahide's talking about in her post, huh? this is also kind of sad because this person also passed away uh, last year or this year. You give Granny a dollar. She was here before you. She will be here after you're gone. The tithe is paid. You hope to be spared. Granny. Granny Tell was who Granny, is. Granny um, was a very well-known figure to anybody who, who uh, worked or uh, partied downtown yeah. in Gainesville. Not Midtown, right. which is like the part near the college, but downtown Gainesville. Right. Granny was a homeless woman who lit who was homeless for God, 20, 30 years or something, yeah. and she used to tell everybody she saw that she loved them oh yeah i remember yes yes yeah Yeah. it was like what six eight god time runs together yeah i mean it's just like like, yeah yeah it's it's the march 167th it's totally fine yep okay uh (laughs) gainesville gothic number five they say the students are back did they ever leave you've seen the exact same five blonde students for eight consecutive years they are always freshmen I actually, uh, I had somebody. It was a young blonde woman, jumped inside of my in my vehicle late night, Perfect. just drunk. Thought you were. We we were <laughs> me and some friends. We were. Uh, it was my band. We were down that way, and, and a random girl just jumped right in there. I was like, "You're only gonna find shit like this in Gainesville." I mean, that's College why towns. that's why she created that's the series because it. it was just late night musings, and she was just that kind of person. Um, okay, number six. It is after midnight. You look down, the craft beer you were just holding is somehow a PBR. <laughs> you keep drinking. <laughs> Sounds like somebody was in 1984. I mean... 1982, shit. I was like, get it right, yeah. boy. 1982. 1982. I played that place once. All it right, number, s- number seven. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the old-timers talk, mumbling the names of the forgotten. 
Food Lion, Albertsons, <laughs> Winn Dixie. Quietly. Cash and Gary. Right? <laughs> <laughs> quietly. <laughs> bitch. Quietly. Soothingly, Publix whispers, pouring comfort into your mind. <laughs> there was only ever Publix. It seems you that crave way. a sub. <laughs> and what the fuck's up? Two Publix, Butler Plaza. What's up with that? Oh, with the COVID. Well, no, no, there was oh, no, no, no. Like, so the, the fact that there's there two used Publix. to be the Albertsons. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then Publix was already there. Yes. And then like a block over, Albertsons. Sold to Publix and Correct. they put another Publix. Publix. Yeah, that's like the. What, that's what happens. Um, that phenomenon. I'm not sure what that's called, but that it's phenomenon. Like they Publix also, to themselves. <laughs> <laughs> that also, believe it or not, happens with Starbucks. Sometimes you'll see like a Starbucks on one corner, and across the street there's a Starbucks, and then two blocks up there's a Starbucks. Oh, like I'm like, are they multiplying? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, that in the CVS, uh, Walgreens. Yeah. Dynamic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like CBS, That's the stuff of legend. If a, yeah. If the CBS yeah. is on one corner, goddamn Walgreens 100%. is going to be across They're the gonna street. They're going to figure it out yep. one way or another. Hell I'm or high water. They're owned by the same people. It <laughs> would not surprise me. I mean, why the fuck not? Okay. So, Gainesville Gothic number eight. You take a walk on one of the trails, making eye contact with an alligator. You regard each other warily. The truce still holds. Yep. yep. True story. True story. All right. Gainesville Gothic 9. Everyone is excited for autumn. They can't wait. It's their favorite season. Gainesville has never experienced an autumn. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all get the kind the, of a picture the, the of what kind of woman she was? Yeah. She's amazing. Okay. That, that's coming from a guy from, like, Wisconsin, like, where I <sighs> see four seasons. I've actually God. seen. I, listen, I, used to I, I see two seasons in, yeah. in Florida. It's either as hot as fuck. Or, or just cold as fuck. I spent the first. Well, I wouldn't I'm say cold as fuck. Cold. I lived in Pennsylvania. Okay, this he is doesn't, not cold as fuck. He doesn't anymore. <laughs> Middle of winter, he shows up wearing the same goddamn thing he's wearing now. All right, I, don't, I just need the cold weather. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know where that is. <laughs> okay, here's the last this, one. This is my warm weather clothing. Yeah. Right yeah. <laughs> All right, so here's the last one. This literally is um, the one that's going to hit the most. Number ten, your friend is moving away. There's a party about it. Everyone is stoic. They'll be back, you say in unison. They always come back. Six months later, there's a return. <laughs> I mean, the sequel comes back, right? Like so, I'm going to tell you a funny story about that. Oh, Lord. Um, Make me laugh. 2000. Make me laugh, funny man. 2001, 2002, somewhere in there. I started this uh, band with, with, with my friend Joe and uh, Luke and uh, Jeremy. Um called hollow days we played you know here in town quite a bit and after a few months it just it was going in a direction i really wasn't vibing so i ended up leaving and the band split up Um, but a year later after a few months of trying to convince my my buddy joe who's a guitar player that you know i think we should get back together i think we should get back together um he had moved on, was doing a different band. But then graduation came, and my roommate graduated, and he decided he's going to move back. So back, sorry, back down south to Fort Myers, which is where we all went to school together. And um, so I said, "Well, fuck it, I got nothing going on here. I might as well go back to Fort Myers as well." So we packed up my truck, and you know, we had a badass party. Last night. As you do. The last night. It was a two-car garage, carport, set up the bands. We had three or four bands play. Gain- and Gainesville House Party yeah. sponsored by PBR oh, and Solo absolutely. Cups. 
you know, keg kegs out. But of course, you know, of course. the typical party. It was yeah. a blast. And uh, we played every song we'd ever written. Probably played for like an hour and a half, you know, and just had a blast. The next morning, my phone rings, and it's Joe. And Joe says, hey, man, that was a blast last night. So, yeah, it was. It was really good to get up there and do it one last time. And he says, uh, well, talking to Luke, drummer, he says, uh, we'd like to we'd like to pick it back up and get back to business on it. Joe, I'm moving. Like, today. My, my truck's packed. I'm leaving town. So you in? Fuck yeah, man. Let me drop. Let me, <laughs> let me let me go to Fort Myers. I'll drop Sean off. I'll turn around. I'll be back tomorrow. Yep. Fucking a, and then we'll have band practice. I, and that's exactly what well, happened. Welcome to Gainesville, the security blanket. Exactly. Turn around. Went back to Fort Myers. Came back the next day. Found a new bass player. Yeah. The the very next day, and uh, six months later, called my wife on the phone, asked her on a date, and I never never had another thought about leaving that was it so Aww. so yeah it, it gainesville has a way of just keeping us here it, it, it is literally the security blanket I of mean, fucking florida like Matt. you come here and you just exist and then well the way that i the way that i met nick well you came with well tell him about the, how you ended up in gainesville well i ended up i ended up in gainesville because my girlfriend courtney uh she got her master's degree in virginia at virginia tech and then she uh got into a phd program down here at at uf and so i ended up getting a job working with nick uh nick was actually my my manager supervisor <laughs> he loves telling people that i don't know why it's, well, like I, it, it's just the truth it's just the truth <laughs> but so i so I, i'm sitting there at work i had only been there for a couple of days and and nick is just like hey man like what, what kind of music you like to listen to? Well, I was like, oh, I don't know, just like hard rock, you know, like Metallica, Godsmack, stuff like that. And as a performer, I'm like, oh, we share similar interests. <laughs> Get your ass out to my show. And so that's, that's exactly, what you do. That's exactly what he did. Uh, he he told me it's like, well, I got a show this Saturday. You should you should come out. And I was like, <laughs> but that was it. And, okay. it, and, and, he's, and 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 I remember though when you moved here, you know, you were like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna be here for a few years," and you know, and that was like eight years ago. I think it was like ten. <laughs> <laughs> so, so clearly, formaldehyde yes. flowers predictions, yeah, come she, true. She, like I said, she was an, a really amazing person, and um, when I started Purple Nightshade. Uh, she was, she, it actually took her a while to perform for us. Everyone was like, oh, Formaldehyde's going to be all over us. Yeah. And Formaldehyde, you know, had been doing it for about five or six years. So, um, I was actually pretty nervous about asking her to come and perform for us. I was like, I don't want to suck in front of her. Cause yeah. you know, she was She's a legend, in, you know, in her, in her way, yeah. she just kind of like set the standard for this is what creepy beautiful right. looks like. And that's pretty much what she sold. And so did amazingly well so um when i knew we were going to come on the show and i'm like i really should go find when she started talking about gainesville gothic because it struck a chord in me that small especially small southern towns oh yeah we got some weird ass shit that happens here yeah people because it's a college and people are convinced that whatever shit didn't happen happened and they have all these details and it becomes this (laughs) 
Mythos Are we talking about Florida, man? We're talking about Gainesville, the legend of Gainesville. Listen, Gainesville has its own version of Florida, man. I that am it so does. sure. That it does. <laughs> um, and just stories. And, you know, I even told Freddie at one point, I said, listen, I'm going to do a Gainesville Gothic show. You watch. I'm mm. going to do some weird fucked up shit about Gainesville. And everyone is either going to love it or go, hey, man, why would you say that? Like, what's <laughs> wrong with you? So why horror? Like, what about... What about horror and burlesque? When 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 you started doing this, why why put those two together? I've always been um, a horror fan. Yeah. Like I love being scared. About, even though you know I'm terrified of roaches, I'm still like, who's scary? Right. Uh, I think a couple of things. Number one, there isn't. At least I when I did my research on, did we have? horror burlesque in florida like that was the first thing i did was okay how can i see if this is something that has been done usually it gets restricted to of course the high holy month of october like we are weird from october 1st to october 31st then we are weird nowhere else uh which i thought was bullshit and after doing after being such a fan of horror and being a fan of horror uh presentation i guess you know like when you go to for example there's a a con in florida called spooky empire which is a big horror fan um con where people like dress up and and where's where's that at it usually is in orlando or tampa they they vacillate between the two cities because that sounds like something i would definitely want to go if you're a horror fan you should do it at least once because it's amazing like last year i took my uh burlesque which is like my best friend in burlesque yeah. Um, who I also call my wife because we kind of grew up in the business together sure. a little bit. Um, and we look out for each other like nobody's business. Like yeah. nobody fucks with my wife. <laughs> like if you fuck with my wife, you go and die. How, right? uh, in relation to the burlesque wife, what, what, what sort of relationship? Because you said earlier you also have a burlesque mother. Yes. Um, we we borrow that from the uh, drag world right. a little bit, you know, because in drag you have houses like this is the house mother, these are the children, this is oh. whatever. So I kind of borrowed, and I I'm friends with a lot of drag queens, so I kind of borrowed that I that iconic idea of having families within groups. Right. Um, she is my wife in the sense that I would lay in the road for her. Sure. Like she is my best friend in the business. She has gotten my back more times than you would probably know about um and we met at a time where we were both unsure about what the fuck we were doing right and so once we realized this is what we want to do we kind of latched onto each other as friends yeah. and then just kind of grew from there um i forgot where i was going with this because you got me talking about my best friend i'm like i Light love horror. her so much well, we were talking about in- incorporating okay. horror in Burlesque okay so yeah system. i just um Pretty much, I kind of said, okay, how can I do this? Yeah. How can I sell this at a time when it's not usually sellable, like April? Like, how are you going to sell horror in April? How are you going to sell horror in, like, February, you know, or Christmas, you know, or whatever? So, I did my research. I talked to two very, um, not powerful is kind of the wrong word. I think esteemed is a better word for these two individuals. Who are icons in the burlesque world of Florida? Um, one of them's name is Frankie Markstone, and the other one is Vita DeVoid. And Vita DeVoid now lives in California, but she and Frankie spent a good 15, 20 years reworking burlesque in Florida to be profitable yeah. and to be sane. Because at the time that they stepped into it, it was chaos. 
but they also do both do horror stuff. Like they do creepy weirdo horror burlesque as well as, you know, rhinestone shiny Dita Fontis kind of whatever. Right. So I sat down with the both of them being a noob and going, tell me about horror burlesque in Florida. And they both gave me a fountain of information. So this, like, it was already a thing though that people do. It was, it's, it was a thing that people did, but it wasn't a collective. Right. It wasn't like all year long. Yeah. Like people reserved their scary shit for October uh, because that's what okay. sold in October. Right. Yeah. Quotes around it. And I was like, no, nah, fuck that. I yeah. want to do it in February. We I did a scary do it in... episode in October. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's, it I was the trope you. of October or like, oh, this big horror movie is coming out. Yeah. So we'll put in like that act because people will see it on the poster. Right. Yeah. Or whatever. And so, there's yeah so i thought how can i do this year round right and make it work and so i sat down at the time with some friends of mine not my best friend but some other friends that were in the business at the time and i said what do you what do you think if i did this what if i combined burlesque with horror imagery and we did this weird shit and they were like, yeah, do it. Now, we were like three bottles of champagne deep into That's brunch. That's the best time. It's the best like, time. Do it. We want to <laughs> see blood and brains and weird shit and aliens and blood. Like they were just like, yes. So then I, when I sobered up the next day, um, drinking a lot of coffee, going, what did I just do? <laughs> exactly. So I um, sat down with some producers and said, you know, I've worked in shows. Yeah. And I've worked backstage. and I've you know, worked on stage. How does this get done? Right. And so after mining information, I did my very first show out of a theater here in Gainesville um, because I knew the people that owned the theater. And I said, can you give me a weekend? This is what I want to do. And they're like, yes, do it. And I said, can we have blood? They're like, as long as you clean it up, we don't care. Is the theater still around? Uh, yes, they are. They're still, They're still here. You can shout them out if you want to. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's the uh, Crosstown Repertory Theater. Oh, yeah. Crosstown. I've been yeah. There. Yeah. They, they, house it. they hosted my very first show. Awesome. And uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a cool little spot, too. Yeah, it can be. I saw Cabaret there. Oh, nice. Years nice. ago. Nice. Yeah, so I, I did the things, and I poured a lot of my own money into it, because, you know, nobody yeah, knew yeah. what the fuck I was, so I poured a lot of my own money into it, and we had a great show, and people showed up. Yeah, like people showed up. Um, I was that was another thing I was very surprised about when I started when I started the podcast. You know, going out and looking for unique people that are doing different things. You know, to, to come on and talk to them about. I happened upon the comedy scene, which is how I met you know Phoenix and Biddle. Biddle, and uh, I was shocked. David Battle, <laughs> Biddle. Uh, I oh Brandon Brandon Dukes Green said anytime you say David Battle, he's going to charge you. All right. um, <laughs> I'm gonna tell him. He said he's coming for I'm you. I'm gonna rat you out. Yeah, uh, do it. I'm so ratting about the brand. So uh, I was, I was shocked. I had no idea that, like, and and I had played these places that these comedy things were happening. Right. You know, with with my band and everything. Right. And never knew, never knew that there was a comedy scene like that. And then I go out yeah. and I mean, the first time I went, it was a packed house at the High Dive. Sure. And I was like, holy shit. This is actually this is legit, you yeah. know. So uh, and I've seen I've seen a lot of really good and had a lot of great comedians that have come on the show since. But uh, yeah, I was just really surprised by it. So uh, well, let me tell you something. Our burlesque scene here in Gainesville is hopping. Yeah. You would we really? have so, we have. I mean, I, what I tell people about Gainesville strictly strictly Gainesville burlesque is that we are literally the buffet. Like, what do you want to see? Yeah. Somebody probably has that shit. Well, Phoenix like, was talking about nerd Yeah, Nerdlesque. Nerdlesque is when you take a popular you know. storyline or character or something and you turn it into a strippable performance. 
for example, um, are you familiar with the movie The Incredibles? Yes. I'd have an Edna Mode act. Full on, like, with the glasses and the little page bob and the dress and the no whole nine. Thing. And I, I strip <laughs> out of the black. From the first one, she has that kind of tiered dress with the funky Loosely arms. familiar with it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> very loosely. She's the she's the fashion designer for the superheroes gotcha. in the story. Okay. And, but she has a very particular way of talking and a very particular way of acting, and I really liked it. So I did this whole routine yeah. as so let, her. Let, let, let's, hear, let's hear a little bit of your... Uh, like, because I, I, I know Edna. I, 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 What's I know that? Who, who are you? Why don't you go check the electric fence or something? I'm like, who is that? Like, oh, my gosh, you've gotten fat. Just come, 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 darling. Is, is that it? Yeah. That's yeah. it? Yeah, that's totally it. Nailed it? Give yeah. her a nailed it. Nailed no capes. It. <laughs> <laughs> no capes. I actually say no capes in the act, too. There's a whole moment where I'm like, no capes. No capes. No capes. <laughs> Um, but I take off the black dress that she wears in the first movie, and I have an Incredibles uh, suit on, right? With a cat, with a cape. Yeah. And then I do this whole routine, and then when I realize the cape is getting in my way, I rip it off and I say no capes, like really loudly, and slap it to the floor, and then continue. Um, but it's it's the idea of taking characters like that that people have seen before or are familiar yeah. with, the, and turning them into a body, funny, strippable act. You yeah. know, I, I have an act to um, Stranger Things. No shit. Yeah, I have a Demigorgon act with, like, the full head and the pedals. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah. And you make that shit? Or yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's, uh, that's an, that's that's <laughs> that's got it. Like, how is that for you when she's like, I'm going to be a fucking Demigorgon? The first thought in my head is, okay, cool. So utilities <laughs> are on me. And uh, gas. Looks like I'll be hitting some overtime. <laughs> I don't get the overtime, but it's definitely like, wait a minute. Okay, mm. we have how many Goodwills between here and like what Lauderdale? You, what I, do I you make know. like a Demogorgon head? Like, what do you make that out of? Uh, it depends out. on it depends on how you're going to wear it. The traditional way of wearing it is so that the little mouth is your base. Right. And then you have uh, the pedals. Uh, um, I, right now, the way I wear it is like a collar. Like, it comes up behind my head. Yeah. And the other pedals come this uh, in front of me. Yeah. Kind of stick out. And I would imagine, I mean, it doesn't have to be a perfect science, too. It's got to be like a if representation. As long as you, know? you remind people of yeah, the character, yeah. they don't give a shit. You just got to get them there in the neighborhood. They'll do the rest. Yeah, the audience is just like, oh. And that also comes with storytelling. Yeah. Like a lot of burlesque performers will tell a story with whatever routine they're trying to do, whether it is nerd or horror or what we call classic, which was high rhinestones and corsets and feathers and shit. And, you know, it just depends on what kind of story you're trying to tell with the song and your body and that kind of stuff. So, so here, hold on. Like this, I think this is the most important question. Is when when she actually puts on that costume, Freddie is like, are you turned on or are you terrified? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it really depends. I think the bigger point is the the thought process for me, at least, of okay, how far do I have to go after she's done with the act before I can get mine? Because <laughs> <laughs> at some point, I had to think, okay, that definitely costs way so, too much to just rip. So do you do you want <laughs> right? to like do you want to like nail that demogorgon? A demogorgon? Demo- demogorgon, yeah. The demogorgon, demogorgon actually has pretty nice tits when they're yeah. out. So <laughs> I was gonna say, and when it comes when it comes right down to it, it doesn't matter how gory or so you, how so crazy you still want to smash that. Listen, you got some bomb ass titties. It's gonna happen. There it, it is. Matter. There it is. <laughs> Boom. So before before we get too much 
further into anything. Um, we <laughs> into titties? Is that where we were going? <laughs> <laughs> we've got uh, we 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 are uh, we're almost at the two hour mark. Oh, I'm so uh, sorry. No, 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 not at all, <laughs> not at all. This this has been this has been a fucking blast, um, and we, and we definitely have to do it again. But before we get, because we we still have time, um, right? But I just want to make sure if there's anything specific that you want to talk about or address, bring up anything like that, that we. Get that out there and have yeah, throw my time. nomination in for president. Everybody and their fucking mothers seems throw it to out be there. doing that these days. Throw it out there. Go for it. Delegate twenty twenty one. Um No. No. <laughs> no production too big. Um I'ma just put it out there. That stress ball? Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I also don't have a great gas mileage vehicle campaigning. Fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, actually, um, please go to our website, purplenightshadeproductions.com. We'll check link us to out. that in the show notes for sure, too. Yeah, uh, check it out. Um, you can get to see all of the gory goodness. Uh, we are about to actually post up our next show. Are, which you, are you doing it online? Yeah. yeah. What we what we did once the world basically you know closed its doors. Why right. make a joke that it's actually March 167th and not <sighs> anything else? God, yeah. Um, it's terrible. The burlesque world is uh, it's a 50-50 deal. It's 50% of it is shit. Our venues are closing. Shit. Our audience is disappearing. Shit, 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 shit. And then the other 50% is, okay, well, what can we do to remind people we're still here and to try to make some kind of living? Because there are people who do this full time. Like, they literally perform full time. That is their job. So they, my hat's off to them. I'm like, hustle, hustle, hustle. Like, their side hustles are incredible with what they do to try and make sure they're okay. Um, but yeah, so we, we've decided, we decided to move all of our shows online, uh, as of now. Now, if anything radically changes between now and October, which is our big month of, we're going to do like the best show ever, uh, then we will, you know, have a live show. But for right now, everything is online. There is a company, um, based here in Florida with two performer friends of mine, uh, down South in the Tampa St. Pete area called Burlesque Backstage. Shout out to burlesquebackstage.com, uh, Maven Miss Haven and Nathan Doherty. Bless y'all. Uh, they actually are hosting a lot of the shows online. So nice. if you put together a show uh, pre-recorded and then they live stream it on the night that you want and they sell tickets and the whole nine yards. And the only way you get to see the show is if you buy a ticket. But what's the vibe, though? The vibe of an online show? Because I'm a performer. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're a performer. Yes. You know as well as I do. It doesn't get... So Spiders? I thought there was something just <laughs> crawling on my arm. I almost shit my pants. I told you, you invite the creeps, <laughs> and we just bring the shit with us. Like but we just roll up. Like what's up? Like, I here's know. A spider. Here's a snake. Here's a. I've played to plenty of empty houses. Yes. And it sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks oh, not no, performing not to an audience. Uh, yeah, I would never tell somebody. How does that? How does that differ yeah. for you? Like for when you're when you're getting ready to perform, and you know, I got to perform this for the camera. There's not going to be anybody there. Mm-hmm. Like, how do how do you how do you get in the right frame of mind? Does it affect you differently? Like, yeah, of course. I mean, some listen. Uh, there are a lot of performers who are not performing right now for that very reason. Right. They they need the audience uh, uh, across all industries. Yeah, yeah, they need the audience feed. Right. To propel them forward, yes. or to make them amp up whatever they're doing. I and would 100 percent be one yeah, of those people. I call it no way. I'm not yeah, doing it. I call it waiting for the stage or waiting for stages. Like yep. if you're one of these waiting for stages performers. 
you know, no fault, yeah. no, no blame, no shade, no, none of that stuff. Like, yeah. you know, do what you need to do to survive right now and just like make it through the right. day. Um, for me, I imagine the camera being the audience member I'm going to set my eyes on because here's the thing. I wear glasses. You're looking at my glasses right now. When I perform, I don't wear them. Right. I don't wear contacts. I'm completely blind. You're blind. On stage. Yeah. Bad. Um, yeah, like pretty much I can see about two feet in front of me and that's it. So wherever <laughs> I'm going, I got to like my, I, feel I have you. to, yeah, I, I got to, fi- I got to figure out who I'm looking at. And even if I don't look at a person, I look in a direction. I, so just a really quick, funny aside, my guitar player, Joe blind as a bat without his glasses, mm-hmm. but you know, got to be the cool guitar player on stage. So he never wore his glasses. It wasn't until we were like in our th- late thirties and we did a show and he had had like LASIK or something like that or con- contacts you got contacts put in I think uh, whatever it, it was like his first show that he'd ever played where he could actually see he was amazed <laughs> he was like holy shit I don't do contacts the crowd I don't looks do, totally different I don't do contacts I don't do none of that shit yeah, I'm old fashioned like wear my glasses whatever yeah. but yeah I um, what I do is I just focus at the camera and all the faces I would make on stage I make them at the camera all the movements I do on stage I make it toward the camera right and I also figure out where the camera frame ends, like side to side. Sure. So that way I don't go off screen. And, or if I'm going to go down to the floor and do all kinds of whatever the fuck, then I make sure the camera angles down. Like To me, it's the same idea. Yeah. But it's not the same. Yeah. So I understand. Not every performer is going to be up to that. Do you walk away feeling like... Ah, like you did it. Like you got you got your. I don't feel the same. You ru- know. I don't feel the same rush. I'm gonna be honest. I don't yeah. feel the same rush, but I do feel like I did something. Mm-hmm. And usually, what happens with our live show coming up in August, um, there is actually a, a chat feed mm-hmm. that goes next to the screen where the performers are. So the host will say some shit about whoever's saying woohoo and, you know, blah, blah. For example, I also right now host a live show, a li- an actual live streaming show mm-hmm. um, with another performer in town named Morgan LaRue. And because when I'm not being creepy weirdo, I'm being a host. <laughs> so, eh. same, so, same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Different kind all, of creepy weirdo. Spiders and, okay. <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm I'm hosting a show, and so that's usually like live, like it is live happening, right? Like, in, you know, in the moment. And um, what I do as a host, and what our hosts will do in August is they will shout out people who throw up clapping emojis or say woohoo or that's put cool. the fire, like just something to give the performer who just got off the Gives stage. Gives you something, yeah. Oh, they they heard that the people were like, yeah, you know. Yeah. So that's got to be the next thing. That's that's. That's, yeah, live streaming. That's gotta, they got to figure that out, how they can live incorporate will, a crowd. Yeah, live stream, like a lot of people who are doing it are, now are doing it well Yeah. Um, are now figuring out this is the next evolution. Right. Like once we open the world back up, yeah. whatever the fuck that is. Jesus fucking I Christ, I have I soon. Can't, I can't. Don't even get me started. <laughs> oh, I cannot. It's fucking soon. But, yeah, but the point is this, is that <laughs> once the stage is whatever they look like come back then if you can't make it to that show in that town because work gas money you know blurt etc then you could pay for the live stream so this could be a permanent incorporation is what there's you're a thinking. good possibility that's a, that's a good idea there's a good possibility and to me it's another fucking ticket price i'm yeah. like what the fuck like if you're gonna pay 25 dollars 
for a VIP seat in the front row or at the cocktail table with a free cocktail from the bar or whatever the fuck you're paying for. Yeah. Um, and, and then you pay like fifteen, twelve, fifteen dollars to sit in general admission. Uh, you can pay fucking ten dollars to get that live stream. Fuck yeah. Let's stay at home in your PJs and fucking drink out your whiskey bottle and, you know, wonder what happens to your life. You're talking my language. I mean, yeah. you Look know. at you. You got me pegged. Listen, <laughs> I actually have watched a lot of live stream shows since since the quarantine began yeah. because once my friends started, like, putting them out. Sure. I've gotten to see shows in New Orleans, in Chicago, in New York, in California. Like, all these places I never get to go and see shows yeah. because my f- people have decided to put on live stream shows. You know, and the tipping is just electronic now instead of paper. So, you know, we have electronic venues that we can, like, yeah. cash app and Venmo and that kind of shit. So people can give us money. So we're like, woohoo, we like that. Here's money. I'll be honest. I'm very uh, behind the times in that shit. I don't have cash app or Venmo. Oh, I understand. You know, but but what we have figured out is that if you tell people there are avenues to do these things for example we also we also have a paypal yeah so if people are used to paypal for other things they're like if you want to tip the performers you can just send the money to paypal at the end of the show or send hmm. it at intermission or what the fuck ever like we try to treat it as much like a real show as we can yeah so that way the essence of it isn't lost yep for example, when I host, I go over the rules. Yeah. The rules are just adjusted because they're not live now. For example, I don't say don't touch the performers. I say don't record this show on your phone. Yeah. They're, your friends didn't pay to get in here and see this magic, Mm-mm. so they don't get to see it you know, afterwards. Like, right. don't do that. Don't be that dick. Right. That kind of stuff. So we adjusted the rules for live streaming shows. Um, there was a show in Jacksonville, I think two years ago, was Fauna's show. There's a performer in Jacksonville called Fauna Faye. And they did a show uh, live at a bar and then live streamed it at the same time. That worked like gangbusters because I actually couldn't go to that show because I think I was working. Mm -hmm. And I bought a ticket to watch the live stream. And so at the time, her spouse had the camera in the back, like a nice camera to film the show while it was happening. And the host would not only talk to the live audience, but also be like, hey, you guys on the camera? This is what's coming up next. What's up? Nice. Make sure you tip your performers. And so there was literally a website that we could watch the show online and also tip and do all the things. And like, woohoo. And and so we had a chat going. We're like, woo! You know, throwing I could, up hard I could definitely on. see that being yeah. incorporated in the future. It worked like gangbusters. There were like a... There was probably about 50 to 75 of us watching the live stream yeah and then there was like 100 and plus in the damn bar so she made stupid money that's awesome from the door from tick from tipping some stupid stupid money, money. <laughs> but stupid. i think i think once people I realize love stupid money once they once they realize they can do that you know i think people i think a lot of people will once yeah there's a there um, I'm getting a lot of good feedback from the live show, live stream show that I'm doing with Morgan because uh, we only have five performers, so we try to keep it like really small. Right. Because uh, a bigger show with a lot of performers doing it live is a little tricky. Oh. And I've seen that done. I've seen it done on like Zoom. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm That's sure. the other thing. Some of the platforms people are using to live stream these shows, I'm like, why are you doing that? <laughs> Don't you realize what the fuck? Like, why are you going on fucking Facebook and fucking broadcasting a fucking show that will shut you down after 30 seconds of A, copyrighted music or b the first skin they see oh really oh yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah. yeah if you stream on youtube the same thing they will shut that live that you know ascap will get on that because sh- i'm like listen ascap fucking oh no they sucks. can suck a dick 
But I tell those I explain guys it, suck. I explain it to producers <laughs> and the like, people that enforce them suck. Suck. Uh, <laughs> uh, but here's what I tell people who attempt to stream shows on Facebook, Instagram, you know, all the usual platforms because yeah. those are free. I say, listen, understand something that ninety point nine 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 percent of the goddamn world is online right now. So you know what? The people from ASCAP and the people, the censors and all the... What the fuck else have they got to do right now? Yeah, Not true. shit. Bastards. So guess what they're going to be doing? Looking for your Just shit. Fucking with people. Yep. Yeah. Like, oh, you showed an ass cheek? Gone. <laughs> you Seriously, like you showed whatever. Like there's stuff that gets banned on Facebook that I'm like, why is this a problem? Like yep. y'all fucking suck. So they got nothing better to do. That's so it. I, yeah, That's so it. I was lucky enough to find a platform to host this live show so we could like, because I asked the I asked the people who ran it. I said, "What is your policy on music? What is your policy on skin?" Yeah. And they were like, "Well, we don't really patrol for that because we're not YouTube. We are a service. So therefore, yeah. whatever you broadcast is your responsibility." Blah blah blah. There you go. So literally, like, don't ask, don't tell. So I was like, bonus. Yep. Done. So I we did it and it was great and so with with burlesque backstage was which is another entity that's like I said that was helping us with our August show right that's going to be pre recorded but they have their own website so again gives a fuck about music gives a fuck about skin it's our their own private website they can do whatever the fuck they want yeah. as long as they're not like killing puppies or something <laughs> so uh, yeah so that's you know that's pretty much how we're handling it and we. Get do okay like you know there are some shows that are better than others this next show we have coming up is gonna we know is gonna work you know why because it's called in the zone an alternate reality burlesque show and it's all based on twilight zone black mirror and like all those alternate reality shows that that are out there yeah look at his face i'm I'm picking up what you're putting down for sure yeah Yeah. and the acts like everything is booked like right now they're working on the promo shit that we're gonna start promoting the show and you know get people buy tickets and when is this gonna be august 29th august 29th on burlesquebackstage.com burlesquebackstage.com the other amazing thing about burlesquebackstage.com is that once you have a show on there they leave it up as a pay-per-view nice yeah so you if you miss the show It'll stay on the website for X amount of time, and you pay this one price, and you get to download it and watch the whole show whenever the fuck you want. That's awesome. Yeah, and the, all the profit is split between whoever show it is and Burlesque High Stage. So. so get out and do it. Get get over there and watch this shit. That's what people need to do. Burleskbackstage.com. Yeah, that's We'll put that in the show notes as well. Please. And if you August. don't, then you're going to see my ass cheeks, because I will <laughs> upload that. <laughs> I'm not sure why. <laughs> burlesque backstage I'm, I'm, burlesque I'm writing this as we go com, yes um so that's august 29th in the zone an alternate reality burlesque show will be happening via purple nightshade and when you guys do that make sure send me a something let me know it's happening yeah, and, oh, yeah. and we'll and we'll get that out there and, and uh um because you know right now things things have been good i know we talked about that at the beginning uh yeah you know we've, we've seen a big uptick in followers um and we're back on HellfireRadio.com. I don't nice. know if you ever listen to Hellfire Radio. Um, great station. A lot of fucking metal. A lot of badass music. And they hit us up and said, hey, you want to you throw your podcast on there? I said, fuck yeah. Why not? And uh, it's been great. So, awesome. Um, yeah. no people can get over to HellfireRadio.com and buy a shirt for Kinko. Is there anything you guys want to say before we uh, uh before We got we merch, too. So if you... Uh, Purple Nightshade Productions. Li- dot com. If you would like one of these... 
amazing t-shirts that I'm wearing. Camp Slaughter. Yeah, that was from our Summer Slaughter Tour that we did last year. So we have these shirts. Um, We have altar candles uh, that have our logo on them. Um, And we have stickers. Sweet. And yeah, so I mean, we've got a few things here and there. Like I said, we're still kind of a baby company, so we're we're getting there. But I brought this for you. You You. Oh, that's amazing! Thank because you. that's going right there on the Porchville fridge. Hell yeah! And I've got, I've got, uh, I've got some stickers to send you all home with. Yeah, too. that's our official logo um, that was drawn by a local artist out of Jacksonville. It's amazing. They're amazing. So, Matt, yeah. You got anything over there you want to say before we go? He's too, busy, he's too busy staring at the smiley face. He's, <laughs> 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 yeah. he's like, I don't I'll, know if I'm thinking about my ass hanging out or I'll, the smiley face on this woman. Well, well, it's a little bit of both. I mean, like I'm. <laughs> Making sure that my ass isn't hanging out and uh, kind of still intrigued about the smiley face. Smiley face. (laughs) (laughs) Trying not to make money and intrigued about a smiley face. That's terrible. Why would you not want to make money? What do you have against money? (laughs) You fucking commie. Well, I I don't know what's more important to me, money or smiley faces. (laughs) I Uh. mean, the faces that you make smiling as they throw money at you, it's... It's all one big s- circle. All right, I'll leave you with this. You should, you should, this, this will really make you. This is gonna make him fall out of his chair. Look at it this way. With the smiley face, he's gonna tickle the beard when he gets home. Porchgrillpod.com, <laughs> 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 Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Check us out. Delicate Flower, Freddie Vulgar. PurpleNightshadeProductions.com. It's been a blast having you guys. Thanks so much, man. I really hope that you'll come back because this has been fun. Yay! Uh, Get over to uh, BurlesqueBackstage.com and look for that show coming out August 29th. August 29th. Beautiful. Fantastic. Matt, say bye to the people. (laughs) You guys are awesome. And give it up. Give some love to, uh, to, to Matt's dad. Throw some positive energy for him. Going through some shit. Get over there to uh, HellfireRadio.com. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Take care of your your mental health, bitches.